The following content doesn't have to ask, is it in there? That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Start the show. let these niggas have the freedom that I do. Why? Why? I did that to myself. I did that to myself. I had a whole other open and I left the gate open for these niggas to come in. I did. I did that. I did that. I am too trusting. It's my fault. I take responsibility. I'm too trusting. It's it's me. You want to run it back? Fuck it. It's fine. (laughs) Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I am your great value, Mr. Feeney. You are not talking into the right direction. Damn it! I am your great value, Mr. Feeney. I am the fluent one. The sad thing is he is correct. He he probably is the Mr. Feeney of this bunch. That that's I I have mixed feelings about that actually. Informative and inspirational, sir. And we'll probably talk to you by looking over your, your fence. Um I'm going to leave that statement where it is, actually. Um, it is episode 247. 47? Yeah, 247. Damn, we're getting up. We're getting up there, man. Um, uh, Euphonic is back. Hey. Uh, hit him with the air horns, please. <laughs> Welcome Sorry. back, sir. Thank you. Thank you. It's not the. I mean, it is not the same without without my without my my road dog, man, my my brother in arms. I disagree, man. You guys are a, a wonder to listen to. I mean, we held it down. We held yeah. it down. You guys are. How does it feel man. to be a human in two thousand and twenty four? Uh, the AI said it best. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're there already. But it's a necessary evil, and that's okay. why that's what I teach people. There's there's nuance in learning. That's, there, that's fair. There, have you learned any ways to uh, become a different type of human? Patience. And that, that is like a real daily struggle, bro. I, I'm, I think the older I get, I'm becoming more aware of my social battery. Yeah. And that shit is so trash these days. Like, Welcome to my world. Once I wake up, it's like, okay, I got to dedicate 8 to 10 for work. And then I have like a little tick. And then I actually have fun at work. And then I get home and it's like, oh, no. Now, now I got to spend another three to four with old people, but they're like kids, so it's fun. So it's yeah. finding ways to be patient with the fatigue. Well, that's good. That's good. There's still there, I, as long as there's still learning and there's still room for being able to receive the lessons and all that. I he doesn't remember he said this to me once, but um. It, it, Euphonic has has had some gems over the years that he would never remember because, like my mother always tells me, she was like, you say some real shit, but because you meant it and because it came from it came from the heart and it was unplanned, you don't you know, you don't know it was. He said once I forgot what the situation was that I was just upset and it was I just felt like it was a waste of time. You're like, well, 
if you learned something from it, it wasn't a waste of time. And I was telling somebody that recently that was like, uh, that was like, uh, I think I was saying something about, oh, it was about like relationships or something. And someone who I deeply respect was like, well, I think people are just tired of having their time wasted. And I just, I don't think of dating in that way mm-hmm. because I, if I'm dating, because if I'm going out with, if I'm going out on a date with somebody I like or somebody whose presence I value, then I got something from that. And I I said to her, it's not time wasted is if you, if you got a lesson from it or you got an experience that will enrich you going forward. And that can happen even if you didn't necessarily get what you wanted out of it. It's hard to keep that in perspective when you want your hot pocket though. Yeah, that's true too. I, cause at the end, because at the end of the day, men and women, we want the affection. We want the attention. We want to get laid. And so it, sometimes that puts us, that, that, that puts blinders on us. Hey, one out of three ain't bad. In terms of, in terms of what, in, in terms of where the real goals are and what's really important. So I, sometimes I understand people getting distracted with these things and maybe getting off track. Um, I might speak on that a little more later. Um, real quick, mental health, one to ten, everyone. An eight. What you got? I'll go with an eight five. I always start the year off pretty hopeful, even if I I, I uh, sound otherwise. Um, I found myself a little annoyed throughout the week, but it getting here, I I put myself in an eight. Nice. Pretty I feel nice. that way. If you can't tell, we are a vibrant ball of sunshine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? It's very early in the year for y'all to be just ready for us bright and early. Um, it's New Year's resolutions, man. They were like, New Year, new me. I'm going to do something wild. They first they first ones in the gym, 5 a.m. Um, I wonder when that's over. I heard March. Like that whole, like, you know, that whole New Year, New Me gym, yeah, gym so initiative. It, it lines up with my birthday, right? Like, that's how most yeah. of my New Year's resolutions work. I don't make them to, to go for the year. I just like, hey, you know, when I turn whatever age this year, I want to do this for three months. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, you all know that, sorry. So, for a while, I did work at LA Fitness. I remember that. And once you hit management, do become privy to certain conversations sure. where you learn that they do map out projections for their business. And so it's always the start of the year, uh-huh. uh, May, right before summer, and then September, October, going into the holiday season. They always plan for sales and updates because they know you niggas are either promising yourself to do something different, trying to get summertime fine, or making room for that food you're going to put away. See, Very interesting. Let me tell you something. And, I mean, and, that's and, sociology. And, and, I was going to say, it's those, and, and it's those analytics that in my stage right now, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to kind of transcend because one, because, you know, I'm at that, I'm at that age. I have to, I have to start kind of at least being cognizant of these things. And two, uh, I was out, I was out, uh, the other, I was out the other night and, uh, uh, someone whose opinion I uh, take I take very seriously into heart actually looked at me and was like, "Getting small," 
And that's not a that's that's not a small statement considering I'm like six four, three hundred pounds. And he goes, You you're getting small. And I had just fit into a jacket that I didn't think I'd ever fit into again. Hey, success. Air horns. Can I just underscore the importance of what he's saying? Progress, not perfection. Yes. By progress. I recently had my first like hard cough. Like where it hurts something else because oh, I coughed shit. so hard, bro. Should you <laughs> be that was crazy? I coughed what? once and sprained my ankle. Like just, what? just, just to underscore the importance of what you're talking about about reaching an age where you should really dial more back into your body. Like I just, I forgot if I if it was a cough or a sneeze. I'm nervous, but that shit happened so hard that my back was like click, and I was like, oh no, oh shit. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm not talking down on y'all. I'm talking down on because we're all in that age range. I'm frightened. Bro, I had to do 15 minutes of baby stretches just to just to work it out. You coughed a Charlie horse? Hey. Hey. (gasps) Holy shit. (laughs) Shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. Shout out to the first times, the long times, the last times. Shout out to everybody on SoundCloud, Google, iHeart, Spotify. Uh, anywhere quality content is disseminated, um, shout out to, oh, shout out to all my niggas on Patreon, man. Uh, Patreon's a little, uh, the, the new Patreon episodes are, um, well, the behind the paywall joints are going to be, the new one's going to be slightly late coming because we're all kind of holding our breath to see if we're all going to freeze to death this week. But if we don't, um, you know, y'all have some new shit. Um. So just be patient with us. Uh, but you will get your two for the month. Um, that five degree fluctuation is making me nervous, man. Fam, I, I five degree. It's like I don't want to make the day. I wake up and the low for Monday, Tuesday is nineteen, and then like I woke up today and the low is like twenty three, twenty four. Is anyone is anyone else becoming that person that's always looking at the ERCOT dashboard? Yeah. No, I don't. Is trust anyone it. becoming that person that's always refreshing? Well, no. I mean, they've already sent out the communication. I know. They, it's, weather it's watch. Just, it's just weird that that's even something we have to do, man. Bro. Like, every so time. I learned my lesson after the last freeze. Okay. Because as you guys who are aware, um, I do have a James Bond home. And the fireplace True. does not James Bond very well without oh, power. shit. I have not yet installed solar or battery backups. And so you can't nature. just open that thing and, and light a match? No. Okay. So one of the things with, like, gas oh, yeah, fireplaces is gas like that. Pl- okay, yeah, the, don't do that. The, the glass is, like, sealed to make sure you don't have carbon ah, monoxide leaks, right? So ah. there's a vent, but then I have a blower that circulates the gotcha. hot air back into the house. Okay. Well, at least during the freeze, if I had some power, I could have gotten the fire going because I still had the gas line running. Apparently, they accounted for that, and you can run some C bell or, or uh, the C battery cells, okay, and power the igniter with the battery, okay, as an override in the gotcha. situations where you don't have heat. So this sure. time. I got some batteries. Cold weather hacks. And, okay. And at least I can sit in front of the fire. In the worst <laughs> case, yeah. Versus that last time where it was it was cold as you shit. Just, you just <laughs> used SOL. Okay, gotcha. I, I totally just bought a second barbecue pit and was like, we'll be homeless people out front, man. Getting warm if we need to. Yeah, never, that's nice during never. the day. But when you're trying to sleep, for me anyway, I that, that was the thing is I was burnt out mentally because I just couldn't sleep. 
in the I, cold. Uh, like my, I was going crazy. My family, our resources are such. I would just we would just have to leave town. That we would just we would just have to figure it out and leave town um, until that's over. Um, We're weird, man. We're low key Eskimos. Like we would be okay at night. Maybe not my dad, but he would just put on more stuff. I hate that. My aunt is like that. So to also give context, my family from the East Coast. Oh sure. So yeah. then when when we go visit, my aunt had one of those uh, uh, three story townhomes. Right. Mm-hmm. Her bedroom is up on the the top floor. Cold as shit. I'm sleeping in the basement. No, you cold as shit. I was so cold as shit. Cold. Yeah. And so you she she already run the heat lower than well, I'm cold just walking in for a regular day. Yeah. Right? And then she's the type she don't even run the heater at night. <laughs> she lets the heat run during the day. And at nine o'clock, that hoe cut off, and get. she fine because she up on the top floor, and it just cir- all the rest of the heat that was there during the day just circulates its way away from the basement. And I was like, "Can I at least go get a space heater and put that in?" She was like, "No, space heaters cause fire. You can't use space." Like she, when I say she was flipping out, I had to layer on all the clothes that I had packed for the trip. <laughs> I just figured out the order in which I was going to wear clothes. And that's how I would reverse engineer how I was going to sleep with eight layers of clothes on under three blankets. Sorry, bro. Oh, my God. I can't do cold. I'm not made for this. I dig you. I can't do heat. That's how I am about heat. I can't do heat. Oh, my God. So even though I, I, I give you a hard time, I respect that we are of different temporal climates. Um, who does everybody want to get flowers to? Your mama. Because of the conversation we were having off air, I am once again convinced that you are the best of us. The rest of us are mutants and trolls. This, your mama. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <sighs> Fluent. That's, you know, one of these days, that's, I'm going to write that one down, but one of these days that's going to end up being a Patreon. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna extend the mama-ness. Um, give flowers to all the moms. While you can, all the moms. Give flowers to all the mothers. I man. had a, I checked up on a friend, came to mind, and found out apparently she had died a couple months ago, and her family just found out as well. And her mother has been trying to get a hold of her for like over a year. That's the last time they spoke. She had moved out of the city, and basically the conversation was like, she's already been a nervous wreck trying to find her daughter for like a year. And now we got to tell her that she's dead. And so just like I know we, we all have different fallouts and, you know, there are some relationships that are beyond repair. But if yours is within the availability of repair, you know, reach out, stay connected, appreciate those who, who care for you. I just want to add to that. Even if it's not beyond repair, I still believe that there is a, there is a plane you both can exist on where you can create some some cohesive normalcy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that, that's like the nicest way I can say it. I, I would, I'd, I used to believe that. And there's been just enough personal anecdotal experiences that I realized that there are some people who shouldn't have been parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they have done and introduced enough trauma into their child's lives and mm-hmm. don't take the responsibility for that, then sometimes, you know, that, that connection doesn't need to be severed. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that plane of existence can merely be you on side of your, your place on your gotcha. side of the world, just hoping they get their shit together, them on their side of the world going, well, I hope I'm not being judged for being insane. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Try try to try to end relationships as amicably as possible because uh, time amen. is just so fleeting. Look, amen. Bro. I can already hear my ex listening to the podcast, and she is composing a voice note of about <laughs> four minutes. Do you have exes that listen to this? Yeah. Holy shit. Jerome energy. I told you. <laughs> what? What? I told you, Jerome energy. I, and I want to go to the next segment, but just, I'm very curious as to What's the response, like? what the responses you're getting. Oh, um, so the general commentary was, one, loving the la- a lot of the discussion we had on last episode. Yeah. But one of the things that she had brought up was she felt that in the Simone de Biles discussion that we could have also highlighted how colorism played a factor into the perception of how arguments are made in situations that are like that. In terms of the guy? Yeah. So some of the, we, it, we were looking at it very much from just the gender specific, right? Sure. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We have addressed colorism in different perspectives before in other situations. It was just that that was literally like her note response was as she was listening to it she was like hey oh yeah good point oh and this and da, da, da. she probably yeah, sent yeah, like yeah. 10 messages while listening to the podcast i would be very interested in in diving deeper into that all, offline or possibly even a patreon that's crazy that you guys have exes that listen to this stuff yes that's, that's well what's that life like so what is that life like so one it, well one she she listens but she's she can disassociate well, but uh, the other one, the, 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 the what starts with a T, her mother used to listen to this podcast. And that was a that was an odd experience because I definitely spoke about the mom. Right. I'm pretty sure. we <laughs> Nope. 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 <laughs> I definitely spoke very candidly about uh, about um, the things that I would absolutely do to her daughter. And it, as far as I know, she might still listen. I don't know, uh, but yeah, I I have definitely talked about uh, how attracted I am to her daughter on and the things that that would result in. That, see, you know, maybe she wants to have grandchildren and thinks that you would be a no. good candidate. No, 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 because we know no, how no. Hey, hey, community hey. focused you are. Hey, we're not even and how respectable that. you are, how creative you are. Hey. Hey, and this is hey, the type of hey, man. Harry Potter. <laughs> we are not speaking that into existence ever. I just, I'm just want y'all to know. understand this dude has his hand over this man's mute button. <laughs> <laughs> won't speak that into this podcast. We won't. The fuck do you think you're fucking with? Tell you what, what the fuck time it is. Um, going into humans ain't shit. Going into humans ain't shit. Um, this week's humans ain't shit. I just wanted to speak very, very quickly on something that I would like to see people. I would like to see more people embrace uh, going into twenty twenty four. Titties. I mean, I'll always, I will always. Say embrace titties. Yeah, but I think that's something we should all do, like as regularly as possible. If I didn't, if I didn't think the algorithms would fuck us over, that would be the name of this episode: embrace titties. But the algorithms will not win, and I I pay too much for embrace the tease. Uh, so, um, 
but I, I one serious positive thing I, I hope people embrace is giving giving kindness another shot in the face of not getting not always getting what you want. One thing that kind of bothers me about I call this the age of selfishness. Pretty much everything since the middle of the pandemic to now, I kind of call the age of selfishness where people have kind of entered this weird state to me of being more me focused and you know we uh, we're not being people with good hearts in 2024 cuz that got us fucked over what it, one of the things and I hear this a lot in dating and not just from women and not just from men like from both like one of the things I hear a lot in 2020 in, in with dating is I don't do this kind thing or I don't have this conscience based thing in dating anymore because I did it and the person was a nightmare or the relationship was a nightmare or I didn't get what I wanted or I don't give people a chance based on XYZ conscience based thing because I gave this one this one person a chance. I had this experience and I didn't get what I wanted out of it. And, but it's not just get but, what you want out of but it. But here, it's exactly get what you want out of it. Yeah. All the, I, I, more and more, I am seeing that dating is all ego-based. All this shit that people complain and argue over is 100% based on ego. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to say... I can't be seen giving... I can't be seen giving this much of an inch because it's going to look like I'm taking a mile. Because I see how they clown Simone Biles... For what I consider to be almost nothing. But this goes back to Euphonics. And nobody earlier, wants to be that. But this goes back to Euphonics' earlier point where these are the things where we say that you have an honor and a approach to your actual philosophy that does set you above a lot of people. And this is this, I'm serious. I, and, well, because no, you're, and I've done you're, it too. But you have a you're 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 talking about having a set of forgiveness. That a lot of times people don't have that ability to forgive because they're still holding on to a hurt, right? Well, they're but, still and holding that's part on of it. And pain. I was getting there too. That's it's part of it. Is that a lot of a lot of these a, a lot of these arguments and a lot of these kind of hard stances people are taking are very trauma based. And I don't want and a, a friend of mine that listens to this podcast. Uh, shout out to Candace. Um, Conversations with Candace. Yeah, yeah, man, I love her. Um, she pointed out once, she was like, you have a lot of experiences internally and externally that not everybody, that not everybody has in terms of how you move forward or how you were raised, so forth and so forth. And that is a, and that is a, that might be fair to say, I don't want to judge. I, you know, if somebody's not fucking with me, I don't want to judge their experience, but I think that part of that, I don't want to say part of that is on self, is on the person, but sometimes you do have a decision to make. Because let me tell you something. I am speaking from someone, I've had experiences that made me very angry. I have experiences that make me angry right now. Justifiably. I have had experiences that these two brothers have seen me through 
especially in dating, that anger me to this day. However, at some point you have to, man, and I don't want to be seen as like victim blaming or judging anybody because that's not what it is. But I don't, but at, at some point I had to make a decision for me and my mental health that I couldn't wake up fighting that person or those people through my interactions with everybody to come after. I remember I went through some shit. There, I had a falling out with a, with somebody that that'll definitely be a Patreon in Brooklyn. Probably the last time I was in Brooklyn, and my homies, and I love and I love them, and I'm not dissing them, but it, it did it the, the the interaction didn't go my way, and they were like, "Well, see, that's why you should take a second look at that feminism shit." I can't do that. The petty things that happen to me, the petty things that happen to me, I think a lot of niggas do this definitely, but women do this too. So I'm including everyone. Sometimes the the chances you give, the allowances you give, everything you do in this life is a reflection of your character and who you are and what you're made of. How that's received and how people do you in the face of that, that's a reflection of them and they're going to have to deal with that at some point. I go back to... And they are going to have to deal with that at some point. I promise you. Everybody that is... Everybody in my in, in my life that did me dirty, they had to deal with that at some point. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I go back to why your mom should get flowers, bro. Because you're... It, it's not to ego stroke or just, just blind praise. But, like, you're doing work in moments, usually under duress, at a time that the average person is not because the average person has time for all that shit you saying you don't have time for. And it's so hard getting back to a place of familiarity or patient conversation or being okay getting some of those one notes at whatever time in the morning because the way we ended that conversation still has me in a place of that familiar hurt. So I don't know how to interact from a place of, oh, well, you know, he was just being his best self. She was just being his best self. And I didn't know how to interpret their best self at that time. People don't do that. Not usually. Not usually. And, 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 you, and you may be right. And I, and I just, I encourage, I encourage people to give it an extra shot. I do. I encourage people. Not with that I want, person. I want, yeah, not, maybe, not telling you to okay, take them back. Right. Not telling right. you to take anybody back. Right. Nobody's saying that. If, 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 if people ain't shit, then people ain't shit. Yeah. But I encourage you going forward to not, to, not deny other, to not deny other people who may be worthy the benefit of the best parts about you. And to just keep and to just try, even even with that anger, feel feel what you're feeling, feel that hurt. I I tell people sometimes you do have sometimes the only way out is forward, and sometimes you do have to just go forward and lean into that shit. And you're ready whenever you're ready, and nobody can tell you when to be ready. But I encourage you. I encourage everybody. At least get give it a try to just not to keep that where it is and not place that trauma for moving forward, denying somebody who may be worthy, somebody who may be wanting to walk with you through, walk with you through that trauma, 
the the benefit of who you are. Because when you displayed whatever you displayed for that person, whether they appreciated it or not, you were giving someone the best of you. Mm-hmm. And there are people out there, there's a whole world out there that deserves the best of who you are. Deserves the best of who you are. And I swear to you, I swear to you, every this whole fucking place would be just, just I mean, just an inch better if everybody gave someone Outside of the people you are, you are from, you are legally obligated in your family to show, and even then, sometimes them just demonstrated a little bit of that best. Now, yes, we have to use discernment, and yes, we learn those lessons, and we have to be a little careful going forward, so we're not giving that giving that to unworthy people. But also, relationships are a risk. Relationship mm-hmm. matters of the heart, rela- uh, platonic, romantic, whatever, are a risk. And I would hate to see people miss out on the best of me because I don't want to gamble again. There are there are reasons I'm there. Are, there are things that keep me, that that keep me from doing some of the things that I do or some of the things that I've done in the past. But I recognize that those are things where I have to go for I have to I have to kind of feel that feel those feelings and push forward. And I think if people have more honest conversations with themselves, at least you will be in a position. You don't have to heal tomorrow, but at least you will be in more of a position than you were yesterday to heal. And that's all anybody really asks of anybody is just to be better for you. Than you were yesterday. I didn't know we were going to get such a feel good message. That was a lot. I didn't even mean for that to be the rant that it was. I thought I thought humans ain't shit. We was going to get on somebody's ass, but instead I'm over here like reconsidering how I function my life, and you know, maybe I should be nice to this. No, you know what? Never mind. I I ain't even going to listen to the podcast anyway. I'm not being nice. Well, and that's part of the caveat of this of this segment is that yes, humans ain't shit, but we can be better. I mean that that's that's once again not 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 denying the the hard work that my mom put in, but I I was <laughs> really oh my mom will burn a bridge really don't get it twisted my mom really will burn a bridge brought up in the book of Kevin McAllister over here man like I <laughs> I let you know when you roll up to this front door it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff built up and it's tar on some of these steps and there might be a nail going up to the attic you might want to take your time learn learn the lay of the land learn the lay of the land don't get Joe Pesci. Trying to open my basement door, okay? <laughs> I like I had to tell somebody that I was honestly afraid to have this conversation with recently that I that I am in a, that I am not in the place that I should be or that not in the place that I, I foresaw for myself, but I am moving towards better. And hopefully twenty twenty four sees better. Just have to, you know, just have to rearrange the plan. Man, fuck that. Sam Jack didn't get his first break till like fifty fifty one. We all got time. Yeah, I, and there's that too. I think, I, I think, I think people get caught up as they get older in that, in that, in that <gasps> biological clock. <gasps> and we, yeah, yeah. Correct, and we start panicking yeah. and hit the snooze on that. Relax. I, I, I mean that. Relax. Um. 
oh, I did all that talking shit, and I did not. Oh, well, I have a song in a week. I always have a song in a week. But I it's didn't, titty I didn't, music coming. I didn't, I didn't cue my shit up. Good old-fashioned titty music it's coming not, your way. It is not titty music. Pull your titties out. It's not. Well, I promise I'm not the sun cooth in real life. I, I yes, don't, I don't know is. why I'm like this behind this microphone. I really am a Okay, so you life. made the caveat, not that uncouth. Not, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, all right. Okay. I can go with that. I, why do you have to clarify that now that I'm thinking about it? What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean by that? I'm just telling you, bro. Yeah, birds of a feather. Yeah, we'll the see. One, the one to my left has Jerome energy, and I already talked about the one to my right. I'm more like a, a parakeet or a hummingbird. Grande. Muy grande. A hummingbird? Yeah. Please tell me more. Are you serious? Have you ever that looked at a hummingbird? They're so small and demure, and they chill. And they just kind of, you know, heartbeats. You're demure. Heartbeats so. two hundred times a minute. <laughs> Every stroke has to be worth it. Every stroke has to be worth it. I didn't think that far. I'll go with it. I, okay. All right. Um, song of the week this week is by a group by Hotel Ugly. It's called "Shut Up, My Mom's Calling." Ooh, pause. Drop in the comments whether or not you all think this is going to be titty music. I would love the engagement. Jesus I'm Christ. a data-driven individual. I like data. Just, just guess before just, you just hear guess, the song. Just guess before you hear it. Let us know yes or no before you listen to the song. Oh, our, uh, my, okay. My, my, nephew had some, my, my nephew had some commentary about that. Um, this song is called, uh, this called... This song is by Hotel Ugly. It's called Shut Up, My Mom's Calling. Um, pour yourself something, get comfortable. We're going to have a great session today. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Clap.
And that was Shut Up My Mom's Calling by Hotel Ugly. Nice little vibes. Uh, if you like anything you're hearing on this podcast, I have to update tonight actually, but if you like any any of the songs you're hearing on this podcast, I have a Spotify playlist that I curate um, that has like 13 hours of music on it at this point. Um, pretty much most of the songs of the week that I play on this on, on this show for over the past five years, almost six years, um, Opinions Wild Black featured music. If you go to your search engine, Opinions Wild Black featured music, you will find it. It will be very clear what it is because it has the most music you've ever seen on it ever in your life. It's 13 hours. You know, my takeaway from this break was that this song was called Shut Up My Mom's Calling. Because the other person clearly in that room wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> God damn it. You know who is supposed to be there. Who is supposed to be there. Whoever you're cuddling with when this uh, cold weather front hits and you're Jesus listening. Because uh, that's the kind of song you need to be playing while you uh, rub your toes under the blanket. I, I would love more uh, you know, fellow Libras and Scorpios to associate with. It's that time. So... What is going on in the rundown? I love Scorpios. Thank you. Thank you. Please. Oh, God. Please stop talking astrology. <laughs> God, always be so bad. <laughs> I, I, Just it, like a Virgo. It's going to it's gonna, it's gonna be another, it's going to be another <laughs> Patreon discussion for this because, you know, but, oh, my right God. real quick. It's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Thinking about that earlier conversation, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's delivery now. It's not the. It's upsetting. What it, yeah. you know, like being receptive to the silly, yeah. and then being able to navigate the nuance in the silly, yeah, but not being able to discern that they're navigating the nuance in uh, the silly. You know what? We will. We got. We'll yeah. revisit this on the Patreon. I, hey, yeah, we're gonna. Okay, hey. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a pin that we're gonna talk. This is why I, I need data. I need because I need more information <laughs> off air. Um, <laughs> so, one of the things that happened. Let's see what happened this week. Oh God, Jonathan Majors. Okay. Hey man. Hey. Did y'all hear the Jonathan Majors interview? Hey. Any of it? Hey. That man had a lot to say. Hey. For he someone used, who had a lot to say, he said a lot of nothing. He hey. used a lot of the words. Hey. <laughs> and then those words had meaning, and that meaning had feeling. Let me tell you something. And we needed to know how he felt. Things I learned from the Jonathan Majors interview. Uh-huh. The number one thing I learned from the Jonathan Majors interview is Jonathan Majors, no matter how you feel about the actual incident, or whether or not he deserves to be found guilty, whatever. Jonathan Majors is one smug fuck. Smug. My God. Nah. He made it nearly impossible. Nah. He made it impossible to feel bad for him. Nah. I already didn't feel bad for him, but nah. he made it impossible to feel bad for him. You didn't like that character he played? That was his worst performance to date. Not at all. Creed 3 was way better. Not at all. Are you serious? That, that was his worst character That to level date. of schmarm belongs you, in a film. Did you see the tear wipe like this? The, 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 little, the little quaint, little quaint three-finger wipe. That level of schmarm. this bullshit? Bro, the if, three-finger if wipe? Jack Nicholson did that in A Few Good Men, let me tell you something. That would have elevated that film. Jack Nicholson would not be wiping a tear in a few good men. Never. Exactly. Never. But if he did it, no. Would have created a core memory. I've seen better cries. I've seen way better cries. You can't handle the truth. 
I seen way better. White? Tear White? No, seen, not with that posture. Tear White? Yeah, I was going to say, this is so just unremorseful and robotish. And I seen way better cries than that. Viola Davis would have showed up and ate that shit. <laughs> with snot. Are you Let me show you how to do this. Look, man. Viola I'm, Davis would have ended, would have bodied that shit. I'm sure that he had a Jamal hand him the Shonda That's notes. That's the problem. He has no Jamal. That handed him the Shonda notes, but he ain't want to pay attention to those. All right? I'm That's sure, why that nigga showed up dressed like Michael Jordan. I'm sure Megan Good handed him the Ava DuVernay jo- uh, notes, but he ain't want to listen to them. That man showed up in bell bottoms. Hey, man. That man oh. showed up in straight Jinko pants. I just, I've never seen that level of schmarm so My soon. My God, what a I, smug That would be fuck. like if OJ, right after getting the sentencing, was like, yeah, and I'm going to write this book if they, I did it. They asked him, they asked him, uh, what would you have done differently in that situation? And this nigga, I shouldn't have been in the car. I shouldn't have been in that relationship. Sir, we have you on video stuffing, stuffing a resistant white woman. Can I just say he was in the car. He was pushing her in that car like when you try to catch that loaf of bread, like that piece of bread that's falling out the bag. Correct. But you want to smush it back in with the loaf. Oh, I was going to say like when you're trying to uh, pack the suitcase to return from your vacation, you bought too many souvenirs. Correct. Oh, my God. (laughs) Correct. And you don't want to have to check this. You don't want to have to check this bag. Fam, we have you on video stuffing a woman into a truck and running away. Literally folding her. Fam. And then goes, well, how did she get those? How did she get those bruises on her? I wish to God I knew. I wish I knew. We know, nigga. It's like the deep breaths and pauses before my all the smart answers. My answer God, like Just, how premeditated do you want me to know you practice this? I laughed out loud. I guffawed when this man said, "I wasn't reckless with her body." I was reckless with her heart. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know the reason. We talked about why that happened. (laughs) We sat here last year and gave him his own receipts about being emotionally intelligent. Yeah, he has the right notes. He's using them at the wrong time and And in the wrong way. And then made it worse. So apparently, so apparently he went on and kicked in. He went on and kicked in for the, uh, for the extra fifty thousand uh, to Megan Good to be at the interview, and uh, she was there. Look, she had her Ricky Lake tilt face on. Y'all remember when Ricky Lake used to used to have to look concerned? She'd do that little tilt. That and that and and that face alone, that was an extra ten thousand. Um, she has this man on auto pay. Put it that way. She has this man <laughs> on auto pay. Clearly, um. And uh, was talking, and he he said, and I don't want to, Jonathan Majors is such a joke. I don't even want to go back and play the shit for you. I was going to put it on the soundboard, and I said it wasn't worth it. He goes. You should have. I don't even know what soundbite you were about to talk about, but you should have. She's been like my Coretta. She's been like my Coretta. It's all he ever wanted. it's, it's, It's still fresh, and it's still fresh, and it's still new, but. I found her. Baby. 
fam, it, when you know it's time for you to shut the fuck up, when I shit you not, I don't know if you saw this this week, but Bernice King. Bernice King, the mother, uh, no, the daughter, excuse me, of Martin and Coretta Scott King, showed her face on social media to tell this man to chill the fuck out. My mother was not a prop. (laughs) I shit you not. Shout out to you, Queen. As a matter of fact, air horn. (laughs) Shout out to you, Queen. Shout out to you. And I shit tweeted, my mother was not a prop. And because he because she was thinking the same thing that we've all been thinking, that he has no historical context for who the fuck she was. For who Coretta Scott King was, other than being adjacent to Martin Luther King. Coretta Scott King had a had a political activi- career in activism. She did things. Like people always, and even even if you want to go the Michelle Obama route, all those first ladies, well, most of them, did yeah, things. things. They used the fact that they were the first lady to prop up their own agendas, yeah. and they did their own work in the community. They, god damn, Jonathan Majors, didn't you watch the movie? No, he didn't. No. Did you not watch the movie? No. They met. He didn't get the role. That would have been bad No (laughs) Sam They met They met Doing activism They met Doing community work Sam What the Jonathan Majors Oh my god Jonathan Majors Is And it's hard to watch his work Well no Because I'll watch Creed 3 in a minute but, like, Quantum Mania, let me tell you something. I have seen Jonathan Majors, I have seen him play a time-traveling despot, an ex-con who lied and cheated his way into a, in, into a title fight. And who else? A swindler that made it to the end of time and a, swin- a soldier... Uh, in, in the in the African Congo, a soldier in the African Congo and a and a and a nigga who who really believed that he descended from evil white wizards, and all of those characters are less insufferable than the real thing. They might as well, Kevin Fe, Kevin Feige might as well just put him against the Avengers as Jonathan Majors. I mean, it'll be a cameo. I'm just saying. That's why he was the perfect cast for Kane. The Jonathan Majors Initiative. I at this point, I would watch him fighting the Avengers just to see just to see them pay Chris Evans fifty million more to come back and punch him in the face. I sh- Jonathan Majors is ridiculous. This is the most smart. Only a nigga like this would think to being convicted of assaulting a white woman on camera would go on television and be as unremorseful and unapologetic and insincere as humanly possible. What is... Can I say something that I know 49% of the country is not going to like? Okay. 
this is what happens when you put people like Donald Trump in office. You embolden other people that are schmarmy. That are what? Schmarmy. What? Schmarmy. Schmarmy. Full He's of schmarm. Full of schmarm. S-M-A-R-M. It's a word. Yeah, full of schmarm. It's a word. Yeah. It's yeah. like smooth but the, slimy. The epitome of slimeballism. Yeah. Smooth yeah. but slimy, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a word. That that cavalier ugh, that people yeah. tend to look at. That smug because it cavalier, looks nice. And yeah, then you start touching. It's a like, word. Oh man, I it's thought a word. this. Look it up. It's a word. I, I thought this was cologne. I didn't know this was like thick pee. What he's, happened? He's, he's got the right idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's some people out here who were emboldened thick pee. What? Hey man, what do you think happened in England? Oh, hey, hey! Oh, that dude! Yeah, Boris, what's his yeah. name? Yeah, yeah. He looked across the pond and said, "Hey, look, they're doing it." Boris, what's his face? We can yeah, be I weird too. <laughs> yeah, what? Now you talking, come on, man? Now you talking about a? You talking about a real slimy motherfucker? That him and Donald Trump are on. They are in a group chat together. I know. Oh yeah, they are. I know. I think everyone knew that. <laughs> got to be in a group Just, chat together. Bezos Holy and Elon in it too. It's called the Schmarm Boys. Oh, like, boy. look, I'm telling you. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> no. serious? The, bil- the billion dollar lawsuit boys. Yes. <laughs> Bezos and and Elon are in the same group chat, and Bezos keeps trying to get out. Every time he gets into a new phone, Elon's like. I still got you, bitch. I was gonna and you're say, still my bitch. <laughs> I was gonna say that's why. That's why. That's, that's why it's it, well. I don't know if they've changed that with the Andro- with the iPhone versus Android, but whatever. Um, I'm just saying. It just. I just thought it was cool. Do we watching him bring his level of acting to that interview? So, what do we think in his terms level. of you're such a dick? <laughs> I'll say the acting that he is capable of. <laughs> Y'all got to stop. Oh, also, y'all got to stop sending me uh, Sukihana's sex tapes. That I don't. I don't want to see that at all. Um, That's nah. not what you said yesterday. Uh, it, no, it probably is. You don't remember when he said yesterday? I, I'm not. You need me out of that? No, I'm not. No, I don't. I, Sukihana's an attractive girl, but there are some. There are some people that are nastier sexually than I'm. Prepared to look at. I don't want to see that. Disagree. Um, I don't know what that means. I, no, there's. I didn't. I didn't think I had an upper limit to the level of nasty that I'm into, but I. I. I know now uh, that I do. Open your mind. No, nah, bro. Not I know that, my not that, not that open. I didn't. I didn't want to see that. Um. That's a that I can't and I can't unsee it anymore. I, Damn, it's, girl, it's, it's there forever. That an extra titty and a kawado? It's about to be a wild night. Kawado. Oh my <laughs> god, y'all are insane. Um, Stephen A. Smith. I I see. Uh, we're only fourteen days. It is January fourteenth? We are fourteen days into twenty twenty four, and this is becoming the year of the smoke. So. This is great coming off of Cat Williams. That's the title, by the way. The, the year, year of, of the, the smoke. smoke. There you go. Let's go. There you go. I hit that with the air horns, actually. Um, so, Stephen A. Smith has had enough of Jason Whitlock's shit. Now, let me just stop right here because the new class here, it, well, Euphonic is pretty well acquainted. Um... Fluent, not so much. The Randall, the 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 Oz and Randall years are 
loaded with Jason Whitlock slander. Every opportunity we got in the top threes, if he made the top threes, we had choice words for Jason Whitlock. Those of you that have been with us from from, from the old days, y'all know how we feel about um, uh, live-action Snorlax. Oh, uh, yes, the before times. Um, ESPN Hodor. He is literally... <laughs> 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 that is so good. <laughs> oh, except shit. we actually like Hodor. Uh, I'll say, yeah, Hodor, yeah, evil Hodor, evil Hodor. Oh, uh, oh man, that was good. <laughs> that's going. To, that's going to the highlight reel. Um, y'all know we don't have, but all that to say, y'all know we don't have a lot of love for Jason Whitlock. It's pretty obvious to say. Um, having said that, I don't have a lot of love for Stephen A. Smith either. He put on a nice tie to say what he had to say, though. He did. That was a nice tie. That was a really nice tie. So, background and context. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith and Jason Whitlock have not gotten along, do not like each other, have been kind of at odds for years, and by at odds, I'm Jason Whitlock has had the smoke for Stephen A. Smith. If this isn't the most punching up I've ever seen in my life, it would be this. Like I would, like, usually I say, do not platform people beneath you. I said this like when Joe Budden and Alex Jones, like when Joe Budden had a had an issue with Alex Jones or whatever. I told him to shut the fuck up because you talking about Alex Jones on your podcast gives him clout. Not only that, that to that moment was the biggest platform Alex Jones had ever had. And he doesn't deserve it. So when you're platforming somebody that's beneath you, you're giving them what they want. Yeah. So usually I say that's not worth your time. There are podcasts there are well, no, not podcasts. They've, they they're not that stupid. There are podcasters that have had choice words to say about me. I will never say their names on this podcast. I did not say their name on this podcast because their their platform was not worthy of it because it sounds like it was recorded in a gas station bathroom. Or it sounds like it was recorded um, using uh, Fruity Loops from circa 1998. However. How do you master out the sound of the hobos fucking next door? Correct. It sounds like it, it, it's, it, it sounds like they recorded it in the building that Umar Johnson keeps telling people he's building a school in. <laughs> while he's scraping the asbestos out. Uh, but I digress. We had to do that at my job, by the way. Not fun. We had to do that at my job, by the way. Scrape some of the asbestos out. Oh, no. What? It's an old building. Are they taking funding from y'all? No. Ooh. Back in the day, people used asbestos in office buildings. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. And this is building just, is from way back in the day. There, <laughs> there should be people doing that for y'all. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Gross. No, we're not allowed to do it. Okay, okay, but it's yeah. being done. Yeah, it was okay. a couple years ago. They had like a team like come in and like oh, okay. 
Okay. That's Pull out fair. the asbestos. I thought they like I thought you came into work and they had a surprise for you and some scrapers and shit. Okay, no. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Okay, I was gonna say for your organization, that's wild. So. <laughs> Sorry but, to get us off topic. We I were was talking saying, about a fat bastard. We were talking about a fat bastard. And I'm and that's not me calling him a fat bastard, even though I'm happy to. Uh that is Stephen A. Smith calling him a fat bastard. Let me see if this should be the right uh that's not an exaggeration. No less no, than forty-seven say, times. I would say this nigga had <laughs> the smoke. Let's see. I just want to give y'all a, a taste of what he had to say. Wait, wait, wait. Is he gonna say my quote and what you're about to play? I think he is. I wait. think this is it. I think this is. <sighs> God damn it! I want to say this is it. Sorry, if I'm, not, a rant. I'm a spoon feed spoons when he's done. Okay, let me see. If if not, I know where to find it. That shit. Nah, I'm gonna say it. That shit was too cool. Oh wait, I know where to find it. I'm Stupid. Going. I'm going to use this this year. I swear to God. <laughs> uh, me too. Oh, I'm definitely. I, it'll be the first time I bite anything off of Stephen A. Smith. Don't you walk within a mile of that man? Oh man, <laughs> that nigga, that nigga went in. That was amazing. Here it is. He's here all along. See, this is why I text all the good stuff to Randall. That nigga apologized to his pastor. That's how you know you' about to say something wild. But I mean it from my soul when I say this is the worst human being I've ever known. I don't know of another human being worse than Jason Whitlock. He is a piece of shit. He's the dude that's going to have a funeral and ain't going to be no pallbearers. Might be two people to show up. He's that dude. He is the absolute worst. I'm going to play this whole thing. And he incriminates. And he tries to set people up to fail, to big up himself because he can't do it on his own. He had a television show. He failed. He's had opportunities one time after another. He doesn't measure up. And now he's coming at the big dog. And let me tell you something right now. I am the big dog. I ain't the only one. I ain't the only one. There's plenty. Skip Bayless, apologies to him, too, for bringing up Jason Whitlock's name in the same sentence as him. But we all know what time it is. Everyone knows. All the executives at all the networks, they know what a piece of shit he is. And they begged me not to do this. But even my pastor, A.R. Bernard, said, I'm not happy about it. But every now and then, we got to do what we got to do. I promise you, and last to my sister Carmen, I won't do this again. I promise you. I know you're cringing. You didn't want me to do this. I'm sorry, sis. It was necessary. He's a sorry, fat piece of shit. A no of the worst order. That's who he is. And I want to make sure everybody knows that. And I said to Isaiah Thomas, and I said to Dan Levertard, if you care anything about our friendship, don't ever call me about him again. I'm a very forgiving person. Not with him. I don't care what beef I had. I don't care how many of you out there that hate me, whatever form of athletes, all this stuff. Man, please, I'm sorry. Because I certainly don't hate y'all. 
We might have our differences from time to time, but ain't never that. This is the exception. I hate this bastard. Not even far more than a little bit. He is the worst human being any of you will ever meet. You get within a mile of his presence. Wrap your arms around yourself to protect your soul. He is Cain. He is a devil. The worst. That's all I have to say. Y'all have a nice day. I'm going to go about my business. I will not speak about this piece of shit again. Peace and love. And please. So. This is the only this is maybe one of the few times, one of the rare occasions in the history of opinions while black. Where I will say what I'm about to say. Hit Stephen A. Smith with the air horns. No- nope, that's not it. And I didn't. <laughs> I, I was going to do gonna it once. I knew Hit it Stephen happen. A. Smith with the air horns. This, let me tell you something. And I, that's why I didn't want to, I wanted it, I wanted him. And that's not even the whole, this man does an hour long podcast. It spent 45 minutes. And spent the better part of 45 minutes in the in the B block after talking about Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers giving receipts, giving background context, history, lambasting Jason Whitlock. This is a better roast. No, it's not a better roast than what me and Randall have done because me and Randall have spent the better spent the better part of years destroying Jason Whitlock. Um uh this is someone I, I and 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 everything he said is earned. This is a nigga whose superpower is the sugars. Bro, if you walk within 1 mile of this man, you better wrap your arms around yourself tight to, to protect, protect your soul. soul. That first is person, bars. First person that really pisses me off this year. I promise I'm throwing that at them. Like full force, like a command man, and he didn't. And he didn't even. He didn't want it to be a secret. He started. He started the show. You know, in in the opening in the opening jump where you're supposed to tell people, especially in sports media, the opening jump where you're supposed to tell people what the next hour is going to be about. <laughs> he wasted no time. No. I'm no, we're t- going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. We're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee, and then we're going to talk about this fat it's piece of shit, fat bastard. Um, he had such bars for him. He was like, "Did you tell him?" And t- and t- and talked about the times when he tried to get a job out of him. Did did you tell people that you were outside the studio begging for your job back? Did you tell him that you bitch? It, there's a part the the only part that they had to bleep out clearly because ESPN. No, he he said he was a no good nigga of the highest order. They said nigga. I saw his. I I read his lips. <laughs> <laughs> A no good nigga of the highest order. Oh I didn't. It, let me tell you something. No matter how I feel about Stephen A. Smith, I can say one thing about this feud over the years is that he did not give. He did. He tried his best to not platform Jason Whitlock ever. Because no matter what I think about some of the takes he has and some of the shit he says, 
he is a professional. I'll give him that. He is a professional in that regard and just does not use ESPN or his platform or the opportunities he's gotten to air that out. Right there, I'd say he's a better man than I am. Because when I tell you that if someone had had gone in about me the way Jason Whitlock has had words for this man over the years, I would dedicate my career. No, I wouldn't. I I can't even finish that sentence. Um, But I know plenty of people who would dedicate their career to not only burning that bridge, but using the ash to keep the zombies away. I'm just saying. You can keep zombies away with ashes? So, depending on the zombie lore, like you could, like they don't like this, like, like they're dead. Like they, like you can, you can just camouflage yourself. I think they did this in The Walking Dead one time. With the oh, bio. they used the guts with of the bio. Oh, it was oh. the guts. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't okay. know what I was thinking of, but yeah, it was something like that. I'm just saying, Stephen A gave us 45 minutes of the kind of energy I hope all of you all as opinions while black listeners are (laughs) able to take into your everyday lives. When you meet someone who you know you have afforded every bit of grace, divulged every little bit of resource you have not to come in for them, and they give you just that last little straw, hey, man, reclaim your time. Every now and then you have to do what you have to do. Every every now and again you got to reclaim your time. Now, let me put an asterisk on that and say, also, please do not get yourself fired. Don't lose your job. Keep your check. All I'm saying is be assertive, stand up for yourself, but pick and choose those battles. Unless you have pretty feet, in which case you can always sell. I'll say there's always OnlyFans. That's fine. It, it, depending on what you do and how you roll, that it, it's fine. Oh there's, no, there's, there's different foot. There's different foot websites. Uh, we're, no, we're not. We're not having that conversation again. Uh, I was just we saying. had that conversation on our previous episode. We're not doing that. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm watching you. It's cool. Um, so I would never. So do we? Do we think that? Uh, do we think Jason Whitlock has learned his lesson? No, Fuck he already no. has a response. I certainly hope he doesn't. He already he has doesn't. a response. I wish y'all. Have I would hate this to be the end of Jason Whitlock. I would hate that. I wish you guys had seen this show called Scavenger Rain. I, I, I have to go back and watch that again. I watched the first episode. I was some of the first episode. I was. I was cool. Do you remember? Trouble. Do you remember the four legged creature that the ginger dude finds Vaguely. in the woods? Vaguely, yes. That's Jason Whitlock. Oh boy! And his ability is to regurgitate that bile into the minds of the people that. Coming to his forest. Jason Whitlock steps on a scale and the scale says, nigga. Jason Whitlock steps outside and outside says, nigga. First of all, first of all, that is, uh, that is uh, slander. That is libel. That is uh, misinformation. We all know Jason Whitlock has not stepped outside since 2002. We know that. This nigga breaks a sweat turning the doorknob. His blood type is Caramel. I'm just saying, this might be New Year, new him. He might have got that exercise. He ate another him. That's that's the New Year, new him. He's having. He there was a new him, and he ate him. I will say this: in he's his, like he's like Rick and Morty for type two diabetes. And in, in in the interview where he was talking about Stephen A. Smith, did anyone else catch like ten minutes in? You could tell his breathing got labored. <laughs> oh, 
shit. Like he was talking so much shit consistently that he was like, and another thing, because you know, I don't know everything about Kevin Hart. He said, he, 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 sound, Williams. he sounds like Rick Ross when he starts a song. Oh, yeah. Oh, like he had been running. Yeah, it's true. That's terrible. It's true. But he was sitting down while he was talking. So I didn't understand. That nigga t- if that nigga touched grass, he'd pass out and have a stroke. One could hope. Um, what else do we have? Oh, again, one more time. Air horns for Stephen A. Smith. Fat marshmallowy schmarmy bastard. Piece of shit. Oh, holy shit! I knew what I was in for when I started that shit. When he started the show like that, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like this, Stephen A. Smith made the rounds with this shit too. That is, that is some ether, and that shit went. Let's see on YouTube. That shit went like one point five in like forty eight hours. I bet it did. That was some shit. That I mean, that wasn't. It wasn't Cat Williams, Shannon Sharp numbers, but that's also that's numbers, bro. Like. 1.5, that quick? This this really is the year of the smoke, man. This is the year of the smoke, this dog. This is the year of the smoke, man. Uh, speaking of smoke, I forgot to mention this last week. And sometimes it's good that I forget to mention stuff because there, there be more meat, there'll be more meat on that bone and things will develop. And so sometimes it pays not to it pays not to necessarily be first. That's what that's one of the things I'm learning about. Please sports about about media is that you don't always have to be first to a story because sometimes there's more meat on that bone and the story develops better and when you have more context you can come to it and uh in our case you can uh, get more jokes off um so i wish i knew this nigga's name so i could find it on um I wish I knew his name so I could find it on uh, Twitter or the YouTubes. But uh, in the in the past couple of weeks, there was a gentleman. In the past couple of weeks, there was a gentleman. I don't know if y'all saw this. Did y'all see where the guy um, jumped over the jumped over the podium and attacked the judge? Where my man hit his berserker rage? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but like the story as to why he was even getting sentenced is wild as fuck. So at first glance, because the, the, the video that most people saw was um, not even him speaking, but the judge just. Oh, but yeah, he got up on he got up on stage and was like, well, look, um, uh, if I could just plead my case based on the charges, uh, I was wiling out and. Um, you know, I was doing some things I'm not proud of and I will, you know, I, and if given another chance, I don't do those things and if given another chance, you know, I'll be a better model citizen, whatever, whatever. And the judge looked at him with, with no remorse whatsoever and said, yeah, that's nice and all, but I'm looking at these, I'm looking at this history. Now nah, we're going to do something else for you, partner. And was about to give him his sentencing. And all you hear is, nah, fuck that bitch. And leaps, running start, leaps, propels his whole body in a in a horizontal manner. Yep. Looking like Wolverine running through the forest. Do you remember Troy Palomalu? <laughs> when he would like barrel roll across the line, like into the end zone? That's what this shit looked like. 
Like he was see. going for the goal. Let me see if I let this. I think this is it. Hold on, hold on. You know, every bailiff in that courtroom got fired, right? Fired. Because he got he licks off. That, Here it is. Time that he gets oh, yeah. He, 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 he got he licks off. Up. Yeah, he got, li- he got licks off. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada, this court... And got some hits off, too. And, like, hit her... And, and like grabbed and grabbed the flagpole and all that shit. I was like that the dude that starts hitting him at the end of the video is still the most useless dude in the video. I was because he's watching at first. He's like, oh shit! Look at that! And you don't hear and you don't hear the punches making any noise either. See that dude, Fat Mac, Chris Christie, right there in the back. Yeah, that dude, that dude, fuck that dude. He was the first one fired. I promise. First of all, we was in the second video. First of all, we have to highlight the first problem is we have to highlight that this judge was white. So there were some signs that she would not have seen that a black judge would have seen. The first and main sign of a red flag that should have told her something was up was that this nigga came to court. With a Biggie sweatshirt on. Uh, that's Black Air Force One energy. <laughs> a nigga who comes to court wearing a wearing a Biggie sweatshirt does not mean you any good. I'm not going to lie, bro. I go back to the Sharkeisha fight. It's always Wait, the shift. The Sharkeisha fight. Sharkeisha, no. If you don't remember that, you tripped. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. No, yeah. no she didn't have a sweatshirt on, but there were red flags. But no, I'm talking about the shift in body weight. Correct. It's, it's like there's a there's one more video that has like a different perspective. And when, when the judge is talking, he does like, he comes off his left foot and just like rocks his he right. He does. He pivots. Like, yeah. like he's getting ready to make a movement. Like he's agitated. I'm like, ah, oh, man. I hate doing this with these, with, with these, uh, with these convicts, but he could have had a promising career. In track and field, or, or football, that was a that's a like that had because if that's like a that's at least a four foot box jump. It it at least at least wrestling because that was Correct. a perfect Goldberg spear, like that was that was that was, that was wild. Really, that was and, and, and and what's crazier is that people tried to feel there were people that tried to feel bad for him. Oh, the incels came out immediately. Yeah, they that's tried to right. feel, they tried to feel bad for him, but then. You, but then you go, but then you go back further, and he starts rattling, and the judge starts rattling off why, all the charges. Why he's there? And it was like breaking and entering, hold on, assault. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I actually happen to have that list because I was just talking about this the other night. One second. He was rattling. I mean, she was rattling them holes off. She was like, "I'm looking at this history, and when I tell you that this motherfucker, this this was like public enemy number one." Beat up a sixteen-year-old, beat up an elderly person, robbed and assaulted someone with and without a weapon, threw poop, spit, pee on someone, and actually more shit, like more shit that we just stopped laughing about because it got kind of ridiculous. Like he, I don't know, like one of the ones you find out, you're like, oh no, nah, release Ricky, and then you find out why Ricky's on trial, and you're like, nah, man, put Ricky under. <laughs> Ricky got to sit out under the jail, bro. <laughs> Ricky back. Put him back. <laughs> Ricky is a real minister society. It's a fucking society, dog. Like this nigga was real life O dog. Like I, I, I shit you not. Like 
And he turned around and was like, well, you know, I was wilding and I haven't, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm a, as a free man, I haven't done any crime lately. And, you know. Stop that. Picture being the person who had poop, spit, or pee thrown on you. <laughs> and then listen to him going, well, you know, sometimes I just be wilding. You know, it ain't going to happen no more if I go outside. Like, the, if those aren't the signs of you on meth, like, what? What? What was amazing was that the next time you saw him what? in court, they had him. They had him shackled, looking they like had Red his, Dragon. They had his face. They had his face all gag, bald and gagged. Like I was Hannibal like, Lecter. Really, I was like, did they really give him the Hannibal Lecter yeah, treatment? They gave him the Hannibal Lecter treatment. <laughs> that shit was up. And that next that, judge, that, when that, that face next, mask looked like a fencing mask. Right. When, and he, you know, he thought he he thought he was gonna get his say in this one. And how oh, do you plead and all that shit? No. That next judge was like, hey, check this out, fam. <laughs> let me rattle off what you did just last week. <laughs> this is you, just last week. Let me tell you something. When, 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 nigga language when a nigga goes, "Hey, check this out, fam. You in for some shit. You you about to get there full, and they're about to put that man. Uh, I'm surprised he's alive. Can we just can we just all admit the three of us right here right now that when the judge got to the third offense that we didn't even know was going to be one of the offenses that he listed from what he did in the previous court. Situation, we all just knew, like we knew he was gonna go. Ah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going. And there was, a, and there was an argument. I, I gotta find that dude because it's a funny dude on, um, on uh, TikTok that was arguing, that was arguing this, and was like, "Look, I'm not saying the nigga should have did it, but sometimes these judges be playing with you, man. They be having that little smart shit to say. And no, nah, 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 bro, he hit this woman with a flagpole. They're like, what are we talking about? If, like, if you ever wanted to explain why you're here in the first place, that video just does it. And they it gave him, and they gave him an attempted murder charge for Cause, that because like, of the flagpole. Yeah, that yeah. was attempted murder. You ever picked up a flagpole? Them shits yes. are heavy. Yes, you, yeah, and with and with the with the big with the big metal eagle on it and shit. Just oh no, he was trying to break her off. I have not seen someone pick up a flagpole. I've only seen someone embrace it, like like the former president. Hey, Amen. That's enough. That's enough. I, 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 fam, yeah, he I, I, and, and people tried to do this whole thing about his mental health and all that. Hey fam, there sure, are people. Sure. There are people that have been. There are people that have been in court with mental health problems who have never put their hands on a judge. Let me also say. Let me also say, and I'm saying this as somebody who routinely deals with and has conversations about mental health in my family all the time. It is entirely possible to have mental health issues and mental instabilities and show all the signs and show all the symptoms. And be a terrible person completely separate from that. Mm-hmm. Ask Kanye. Mm-hmm. Ask Kanye. Before Kanye, because even before Kanye started wilding, he was the nigga that walked into people's offices with his with his phone full blast playing through the wire. It wasn't even it wasn't even record execs or A and R. It was just interns trying to trying to make everybody's coffee. <laughs> Could you imagine coming? Could you imagine coming into work and just being an analyst and sitting there trying to do your job and get these billing reports done by by one o'clock? And some nigga just walks. Some nigga just walks in talking about uh, dude for breakfast and then try for dessert, sir. Sir, I, I'm an intern. I would go home. Can you and, get out of my way? I'm just trying to get these people their coffee. I would go home and tell my girlfriend that like I saw. 
the American dream. <laughs> like people thought that was so cute that Kanye walked into people's offices playing. The people probably could. Those probably weren't even people capable of giving him a deal. Well, those were just niggas. Those were just niggas trying to do their job. Like he walked into the mail room and was like, check this shit out. Like, fam. Hey, everybody got to hear it. And not only that, he's already on as a big time producer. What? Why are you talking to me? Like, like that level of shit. Like, I'm, fam. Yeah, it's 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 entirely possible to be an asshole. Uh, it's it's possible to have mental health issues and be an asshole completely separate from that. There are people that have had mental health issues that have gone to court and have never put their hands on a judge before. Look, man, we ain't, we ain't, we don't even take it that far. If you your fecal matter, urination, <laughs> or saliva at me like a goddamn spider monkey. I want you in the same area as the crotch biters. I promise that. <laughs> yeah, I was just watching training. I was just watching training day again, and it's that exact story where the nigga put the peanut butter in his ass and tried to make the judge think he was crazy. If you want me to think you're crazy, that's what you do. Hey. I don't even have to. I I don't even have to know. I don't even. If I find out that it was peanut butter, you still going? Just because that's 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 a waste. That's, that's, that's still an wrong. Insult to Carver. Why would you even do that? <laughs> Fam. It's 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 called innovation. Better things to do with nut. It's innovation. Uh, pause, <laughs> I, sir. I, I was, I was trying to listen about- to him while I was saying the word. It was a weird pause. I'm sorry. But you know what I was trying to say. That is a great moment to take a break, actually. That is a wonderful <laughs> opportunity for a break. Post-nut clarity. Sir. Sir. Oh, that's we, not where you were going with that? We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more foolishness, more fuckery. Y'all you know what it is. I think it's going to reset the energy, but it's not. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcast. I'm hydrated. Pour up. Oh. That's not the... See, I did it again. Y'all, I, y'all got me off my shit. What's wrong with y'all? You are muted. And we are back. (laughs) We are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And it is a lovely Sunday evening. The boys are back. Um, uh, how, how's everybody feeling? We good? We good? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Didn't Lizzie or um, or the uh, the Afri- the the black crew that remade it? Then Lizzie, what the fuck? The boys are back in town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Expendables version of the the, no. the up tempoed one. No, not even. Uh, no, not that one. Uh, the um, uh, the forty eight hours joint. That's a, that's the that's the gross. I'm off, man. Hey, you could tell they were on all of the LSD <laughs> when they did that. That because you know they got the, a scene where you're essentially at one of their concerts. Yeah, when they're going through the the club, and you can tell the dude singing on the lead guitar, holy shit, was full on Hendrix like for that movie. That's why the the '90s, the '80s, and the '90s are my favorite eras of rock because it's before all the good bands sobered up. I don't want. I hate sober red hot chili peppers. Stop it! Stop it! Californication I, I cannot, was okay. Nah, bro. Californication I can, was okay. It was okay. 
It was okay, but like you could tell, like we're sober and we just want the we we just we just here for the check. Blood sugar sex magic. They were high as fuck. Disagree. I feel like Californication and Dana California were written for somebody in the group's kids. They that, must have been because Anthony Kiedis was singing like Yo Gabba Gabba. Walked up. Yeah. No, no. I feel like fuck this all is that. that. Those were legacy albums. But you're right. That one. I'll say blood, yeah, yeah, blood sugar sex magic is yeah. classic. Uh, like right now, like right now, if we were playing Call of Duty and you just heard "Give It Away" over the fucking, oh, yeah. over the fucking chat, yeah, lots of people are gonna die. Streaks. Yeah, everyone's getting killed. Everybody's getting the kill streak. Uh, it also just did not give a fuck. They could not make those songs now. Oh my god! All right, what so, I got you gotta get and put it in you. What so, I got you gotta get and put it in you. You can do fact. that. Fun fact, here's what a, a bunch of teachers, what we love to do is unpack songs from the 90s and early 2000s. <laughs> it's so masochistic. It's so masochistic because we'll all come to the table with like our three favorite songs and then we'll start like trying to hum it out and then someone will basically shazam the song so we can listen to the like the, the first chorus and, and the, the first verse in the chorus and then we'll go, ah, okay, let's. Let's break down why this is a problematic song we can't listen to right, anymore. Right, fam. Like, uh, yeah, it, it, it was a lot going on in the, in the 90s that just went over our heads because our generation generally didn't give a fuck about lyrics. Like that Chris Brown give me that is great when you pay attention to his little hat flip and, and, and pseudo moonwalk until you realize a 15-year-old is basically strong-arming the chick in front of him. <laughs> I never liked Chris Brown, so I wouldn't know. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, in my book, Chris Brown, Chris Brown still got slaps. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Even like People talk all that shit about, oh, so-and-so just sounds the same all the time. That doesn't stop me from being entertained if the music slaps. Music Soul Child been sound, been sounding the same for decades, and his shit still slap. It's not about sounding the same. It's the fact that he sounds the same. And by the same, I mean like a screeching Across pubescent child. Nah, I've never that. liked Chris Brown. Aww. I don't know. I mean, he it, sounds like trash being dragged out to be thrown away on a Thursday because you're trying to make sure the heavy shit gets out before Friday. No lie, we actually have a friend that if she heard you say that, she would definitely all break. She heard it. She heard it. No, she heard it. She's on the way. Well, she yeah. Uh, like, She's she on the way. Cringe. She was well, probably at work and just like. I, I, you know I'm they, okay you know, with you that. You know how they say step and, on a crack, break your mother's back, or whatever. Yeah, she just had a back spasm and she's on the way to hurt you right yeah. now. Oh, right that's now. Fine. As I was saying, this episode <laughs> and every other episode, I don't care about any fandom, whether it's One Piece, The Bayhive, Chris Breezy, <laughs> with any of y'all. I don't care. Let me tell you I don't something. care about fandoms. Let me tell you something. This is our homegirl, and I love and I love her for life. I, I I wouldn't want a problem with her over Chris Brown. I I, I would not. I I would not want a problem. I, well, you know what? No, I take that back. I would want a problem because I because she could she could try to hurt me, and I would let and I would let I would pretend to be hurt. Because those nope 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 not doing it not doing it <laughs> not doing it nope 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 nope. Speaking of fandoms, now that I'm caught up on Attack on Titan, okay, uh-huh. I'll go ahead and throw y'all into One Piece fandom. That is the most dissatisfying in. <laughs> To a fucking that Thank that you. is that was anime blue balls for your ass. Thank you. I gotta imagine the manga translated better than the anime, but the anime definitely put me off by the end. Fuck AOT. <laughs> oh man. Hey. Okay. I told you that's the lost of anime. Hey. It is time. 
for white people must be stopped. This is why I don't fuck with white people. White people, white people have been wilding once again. I mean, they always are, but white people have been wilding. Um, good, uh, good news. The white person was stopped. Chris Christie, Chris Christie has jumped out of the race. Thank he just God. doesn't Finally. see a path forward. <laughs> I love Thank when they God. do that shit. So, but that's not re- the, like the key part of Chris Christie. And not only that, he exited the race the day of uh, the debate at the time. But that wasn't all he gave us. Chris Christie got caught on a hot mic. <laughs> saying Haley has no saying chance. That, saying, that, saying that Nikki Haley has no chance and that, and that quote unquote Donald Trump is going to smoke her. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. He's right. <laughs> Let me start off by saying that. He's not wrong. But that is not what you want to get caught on a hot mic saying, especially not when part of your uh, exiting the campaign thing is, I would rather drink my own piss than ever ever, uh, kiss the ring for Donald Trump, which is also comical considering he was one of the first motherfuckers the first time he got in office. He was one of the first ones to to, uh, bend the knee when Donald Trump got in office. All right, so check it, check it, check it. A guy goes into a bar. There's a robot. Okay. Bartender, robot says, what do you have? Guy says, martini. Robot brings back the best martini ever and says to the man, what's your IQ? The guy says, 168. Robot proceeds to talk about physics, space exploration, medical technology. The guy leaves, but he's curious. So he comes back. Robot bartender says, what do you have? Guy says, martini. Again, legit, best martini ever. Robot goes, what's your IQ? The guy goes, 100. The robot starts to talk about NASCAR, Budweiser, and John Deere tractors. Guy leaves, but again, he's fucking interested. So he comes back one more time. Robot bartender says, what do you have? Dude says, martini, one more time, three for three, best martini dudes ever had. Three okay. for fucking three. Okay. The robot bartender says, what's your IQ? The dude pauses, scratches his head, and goes, uh... Fifty. The robot bartender leans in, real close, and says, "Isn't it terrible the way Joe Biden stole that election?" <laughs> oh, shit! So gay. Oh, I was wondering where that was headed. I Holy knew where shit. it was headed, but damn! Not Why are y'all 50? letting Chris Christie do this to y'all, man? <laughs> Stop asking for these martinis from that man. Leave him the fuck alone. Why are we listening to these schmarmy ass people? Here's 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 the crazy thing. Why is the GOP? Here's, here's the crazy ahead. thing. With Haley, the base is not going to vote for Haley, but the the base will vote for the base, right? If if she were to actually have the nomination in the fall versus Biden, independents would actually vote for Haley. Because there's so many people that hate Biden and Trump. Correct. There's yeah. literally like they the Republicans have a better chance of winning with Haley than they do with Trump. Disagree. Yeah, no, Disagree. they have a better chance. Disagree. And the and reason why is the, the independent polling from from the component. And look at historically, 
But you're, the you're, last two elections, you're, you're, gaining, factoring in. you're gaining the independence, but you're losing the Trumpers. The Trumpers would you're, rather walk on hot glass than vote there's, for Nikki there's Haley. There's less Trumpers? They're not, no. not going to translate over. There's less Trumpers than there are people who are for the base. Both y'all are wrong. Because if, if we did end up with someone that'll have independence voting for an independent candidate, let's say we ended up with Trump on the ballot. Let's say we ended up with Trump on the ballot, right? It doesn't mean that we're in a better position, say, as people who are supporting the Democratic base, that independent candidate is going to split the Democrats. No, I'm not talking about as an independent candidate. Oh, okay. I'm saying independents, people who will vote either party. Okay, 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 okay. okay the okay. swingers okay. Of, of the voter okay. only voted with Biden last time because they were sick of Trump. Okay. It's not that they actually liked Biden as a choice. Agreed. Haley is more likable than Biden. And those same independents okay. are more likely in almost every poll that's been taken consistently. And the number keeps getting bigger because more and more people don't like Biden that are, would, would be comfortable voting for her. And that's what I'm saying. The actual Republican base, not the MAGA extremists, but the actual Republican base will still come out in numbers for the base candidate regardless because they are consistent regardless of the caliber of quality for their candidate. Let me ask an adjacent question real quick. What's the youngest candidate you'd be comfortable having in office? The youngest candidate. What's the what? What's the uh, minimum again? What 40? thirty-five? Thirty-five. Oh, it's thirty-five. Yeah, someone younger yes. than you in office. Younger than me? Yes, yes, I want that. Yeah, I want that. I I, I, I didn't know. I thought it was forty. Thirty-five? Absolutely. You, you know, thirty-five-year-old? Absolutely. Yes. You, you want to yes. know why? You want to know why? Okay. Because they still have hope. I don't like actually, no. For me. They actually still have hope and ideals, and they think that the world can work, and they have the power to make things bend to their will. Uh, not even that. I need somebody in office that is not marketable, but someone that understands the world and understands America from the context of somebody that is constantly being marketed to. And 35 is closer to that than 40. Nobody gives a fuck. Like, as far as marketing, nobody really gives a fuck what's going on with 40-year-olds. 35. Is this going back to the movie conversation that Oversaw brought up? No. Doug Flutie does. Which one's? uh, The the testosterone guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, Having said that. Get your blue shoes. Nobody like and I need I need somebody and then this and, and the thing is, um, how old is um uh, AOC? She's like thirty five, or or maybe younger. I think she might she might be younger. Let me check. Yeah, how old is AOC? Uh, I want to say she's in AOC in the that little that little that little circle. Yeah, she's thirty four. That little circle of like AOC plus three. And all that yeah. shit. Those are the people I want holding the microphone because the people because and she started in her twenties, correct? And and before that was a fucking bartender, fam. Somebody that has been there, somebody that has been on the ground level where I've been. These people that come from means and come from politics and come from uh, their relationships in academia and all that shit don't know what the fuck I. 
my regular ass is talking about you because mean, they've never experienced that. You mean talking to somebody about the story behind Sperry's shoes doesn't impress you? No. It's actually no. it's actually a wonderful story about a man I, and his dog in the rain. I just there are people in politics now where politics completely consists of people that come from being handed one undeserved bit of funding or another that come from these political rich people relationships that don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Barack Obama, we will, we will never have another Barack Obama. Not because he, not because we don't have the level of hope anymore that he instilled in some people, but because Barack Obama came from nothing. Barack Obama is a president, despite having gone to Harvard law, of course, that came from nothing, met the love of his life doing, doing community work out of a hole in the wall. Fam, these people now, the Bidens, we, we live in an era of political families. The Bushes, the Bidens, the Clintons, the Kennedys, even though the Kennedys are God, thank God, drying up. Uh, and these are people that keep jobs because someone before them had a job, because someone before them was of means. Because I want, I want somebody that's 35, and I'm here to tell you personally, does not have their shit together. I don't believe in having your shit together. I don't think anybody does on one level or another. But they don't have their shit together in a way that, the people that they are holding conversations with about what's going on in the world on a daily basis is closer to the shit that I'm talking about than Joe Biden. Joe Biden don't know shit about what I'm going through and didn't know shit about what I was going through when he was young. If you cared more about ice cream, you could relate to Joe Biden. Why? Because his brain has turned to ice cream? No, he just likes to eat ice cream a lot. Oh, okay, well... Yeah, see, I was waiting for you to make an allusion to. No, no, I was being quite literal. I know, I was being quite literal. Yeah, I want that's that's a relatable thing for him. I want these, I want these motherfuckers young. I want like ice cream and scranton. If like if it's a woman, I want a woman in I want a woman in office who I know where I know what she's been through and who and and I might even have somebody in my circles on my social media that goes, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I used to work at so-and-so with them. Now let me add one more caveat then. What's the minimal experience that you guys would look for out of said young person? Because I, I got to be honest, man. If I'm, if I'm doing the same thing, no, I don't want someone that's 70 or 80. At least like, like a- At least like 40, 45 so that I know that your level of hope is seasoned. You're you're a little more aware of what you're working around while still holding on. But you so still like, live in reality. Wanna, would you take you an AOC? In two years. Why two? She would be coming into office next year. I would say what you, difference like, would two years make as to what she's, she's on now? Like, so she's thirty four times she's on now. Yeah, she's thirty four now. If she were to run and get elected and then be inducted at thirty five in twenty twenty five. What right? What we're saying is what 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 about the type of time that she's on now? Do you feel like you don't have confidence in as opposed to in two years from an experience I, well, standpoint? I, 
I don't mean to change the nature of your question, but I would like to just start by saying I don't lack confidence in any woman of color. So no, 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 we're not, and we're not real. I know you're not. That. I know you're not, but I just, I just, it just is in my spirit to provide that. Sure, you, you have to cover your ass. I get uh, it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, People listen to this, and you know, you still want pussy, and I, I, I get it. I don't know, man. And not that's even that, but that's like, that's a like, bad statement. So like, like you we won't let you up. say that bullshit. I am not here to stand for it. Like you were saying, Floyd, her political career took off more so in her 20s, right? Yeah. Yes. I want you to think about how you guys were reflecting and interpreting data in your 20s <laughs> as opposed to when you were doing it this decade of your life. Huh? I, Are you, me? I, I, me? That's not the right person to ask. Not the Mensa candidate. Bro, I've been taking in and reflecting data since I was 10. When I asked my dad, why don't I Did interact really well with humans? Did you really just ask Jimmy Neutron about how he's taking in data? <laughs> this goes back to a Patreon Bro, I have spreadsheets that, that factor in my friendships. What's, what's, the, <laughs> what's the tall dude with the bandana? The one that was the goalie? The, uh, the, the Bash Brother dude? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you look. No one's talking about your super skill, okay? We get it. You're the wall. I got you. Is it? Is that Foggy Nelson? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Foggy yeah. was the other Brash right. brother, but yeah. All right. The older one that looked like he was forty playing a seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you. That's you. Uh, no one's talking about you right now, okay? Uh, that's another yeah. dude. He was old when he was young. Yeah, he he yeah. had a three minute appearance in the entirety of D three. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, all them, but all them motherfuckers were mad old. Joshua Jackson was looking old too. All I'm saying is, is that I, I feel like the the level, not even the level of struggle, but like the level of reflection against the level of struggle, is just different in your 20s and in your 30s. I agree. And you still need time in your 30s to cultivate and curate how, again, that nuance, like how you're navigating that nuance that you know you want to crystallize as your character you really start putting together in your 30s. So the later in your 30s, you start talking about your hand on the button or really revisiting constitutional laws or how you're interpreting who you're trying to affect. I feel like that's a sweeter spot to consider some of those things because you're not so up the ass of social media or marketing, but you're just far enough removed from that it's not in your face every day. That's true. Okay, I I, I, I see where you're going. I, I, I could see that if you had somebody who was jumping into the pond. But, right, and that's really why I brought these, up. This they, is why I brought up AOC as the answer as, because, as a response because because these young people that are political now, and this is adding to what you're saying, these young people that are political now have been political. When I say have been political, they have been priming up for this. Like it's it, 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 these used to be just sitcom characters when we were coming up, but it's for real now. Like the motherfuckers that in like Carlton Banks have been have been on that shit. Since middle school, since mock elections in high school, student government early on, they were thinking about these things and applying what they learn in school to those things and unlearn. And now with the with the Internet, unlearning some of that shit. Since way earlier than our generation and before we're getting into politics. Okay, So. A lot of the things that you're saying are valid, but I'm. But I think what we're saying, and maybe what Fluence is that they're ironing those kinks out way earlier. You know what? That's fair. I, just coming off a conversation I had at work with a student, I'll give you that. That's fair. 
That I wasn't considering that. Yeah. That's fair. Um, one more quick then yes. one. Then yes, I would. Uh, one more quick story. This was from our um, our uh, OG white people must be stopped correspondent, Chef Ebersol Fallon. Chef. Um, this is from Huff Post. Shout out to the chef. Uh, always, always the man. Uh, we definitely got to plan ahead and get him out here one I weekend. About, I was just about to say I missed the eats, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, he be having some real shit to say. He definitely is still mad that we didn't that we we tried to have a bear conversation uh, without, without him with, without a without an actual uh, chef correspondent. Hey, when that season three drop. Hey. Yo, yeah. That season three drop. Maybe we do a special. We got to make that an event for real. Yeah, I think real. he's still gonna have the build from Iron Claw when they do season three. Probably. Yeah. Probably. He, it, I don't think that build gonna go away. Probably. Soon. Mark only gonna work. <laughs> mark my words. I think, I mark gonna, gonna start talking it, to him. How are they gonna work that into his narrative? Bro? Mark my words. Because he already had like that Jack kind of look. And then he got the And then he got the apron on over that shit, man. It, it, right. Also, he's short. Yeah. We always take for granted what short, swole niggas look. Anyway, right. <laughs> um, this is according to HuffPost. The Texas Historical Commission has removed around two, oh, don't do that to me, around two dozen race-related books from the gift shops of two former slave plantations because one person complained, according to Texas Monthly. Uh, the magazine reported this week that Michelle Haas, a white amateur historian... Oh, you already lost me. Began emailing a commission board member after visiting the Varner Hogg Plantation last year. Titles reportedly removed include Remembering the Days of Sorrow, a book of slave narratives, Invisible Man, the Ralph Ellison novel based on the black experience, stamped from the beginning, now I'm mad, uh, A History of Racist Ideas by Ibram X, by Ibram X. Kendi, Roots, the Alex Havy, uh, yeah, yeah. So, are you fucking kidding me with that last one? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It, it's true. It, I don't look, even have to. I don't look, man, to. look. Before he even start talking, I'm white people. Listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> okay. In the seventies, sixties, and fifties, we as black people knew we couldn't always trust our fellow black people. Okay, and sometimes, just sometimes, you had to take them down a dark alley and come out by yourself. If you know you are around people like this, go find the biggest black dildo you can buy and choke these people with it. What the fuck are you talking about right now? (laughs) What? Oh, shit. Oh, man, did you just? No, 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 because I'm not dignifying it any further. <laughs> I am at a loss of words. What is wrong just with find you? something to be mad about. I'm, fam, fam. And we'll probably never be at that, at that uh, plantation site ever again. Ever the fuck again. And just was mad for just mad sake. I've had that. I've had people come into our come into our bookstore and was mad that their that their kids were being taught. Um, oh, what book did they have to find for their kid? Math. No, Frederick Douglass. Oh God, Frederick Douglass. Uh, they, it was a few of them. Frederick Douglass. Roots, probably. I think it was Roots, but definitely Frederick Douglass and Tom Sawyer. I want the data. 
behind white fragility and African American anxiety. <laughs> Explain. What? Are no, you no, sure? no, 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 that's okay. one less conversation I got to have about what you need to do when you leave out the house, baby girl. You know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going um, to reach out. Please. And, and see if I, if I have any sources that can come up with some data for If you. y'all legit want to know what my jam is on a day-to-day, week-to-week, it is crunching data. Like, interpreting data and finding through connections. What, there's so you going to work on your PhD? Stop. Okay. Sociology Stop. degree? That's Stop. what I'm talking about. Stop. Yo, no. You fought it, yes. No. Yes, because what you're no. saying is you want to establish baselines and come up with new theories. already in that field, I have a wealth of ideas for you to research, yes. But I also am well enough aware of self that I am not going. Well, actually, I take that back because if I have the research, I will sift through it. And you know and you I get paid for that research, it. right? Whatever. Like, you know, man. that's how grants work? Whatever, man. Somebody pays Stop you to sift it. through I'm not the data? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm, I'm down to, uh, I'm down to uh, find a grant writer for whatever at this point. Um, we'll talk off air then. Yeah. Um, Continue education. Send your racist stories. Send your real life racist encounters along with your listener letters. Questions for myself. Uh, euphonic, fluent, anyone Fucking you hear on roots. this program. Are you serious, you cracker <laughs> ass cracker? Roots? Roots? Really? The first nigga to even give a damn about who the fuck was past his great grandfather? Really? Really? Be- you. Shout, shout to Alex Haley. Um, Vanilla Jason Whitlock and <laughs> Yeah. Um, send those to. Uh, opinionswildblack at gmail.com or you can uh, log on to opinionswildblack.com find out more information about how to get in touch with us uh, ways to listen to Houston's Most Savage Podcast ways to buy merch and ways to become a patron Toby <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me so much but it does I mean, it sh- I, mean I, I've, I've made light of it but it should bother you because White fragility. We've moved. We've moved from a point, and I'm going to go to break after this. We've moved from a point where it used to be white guilt, right? It used to be white people doing too much to to pacify us. That to, virtue signaling shit. That virtue, correct? Yeah. White people doing too much to pacify us. Yeah. You had niggas. You had you had niggas wearing the Wakanda suits on Capitol Hill and shit like that. But now, because of the Trump era, that has soured. And now, because Trump has encouraged white people, whether they like him or not, to not be sorry for anything and that everybody who is offended is just too PC, that white guilt has turned into white egotism, white fragility, where now it's it can't be us, it must be you, and... Now you don't want to even engage with the guilt. You want to deny it, which has, which always has consequences for us. Before we take a break, I just want to share that that's small dick energy. Very much so. Uh, air horns for that. Um, we'll be right back with uh, your listener, Les, in the top three STFUs. 
Houston's most savage what? podcast. That's why Kizzy's spitting that fucking tea. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you, Dad? Fucking Uncle Tom Cabin Extra. Are you... <laughs> Go to break. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is Houston's Most Savage Podcast. Pour up. This nigga really walked outside to go have a smoke. <laughs> We're back. We're black. We're opinionated, and uh, Euphonic has calmed down. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, Mama. <laughs> I know you listen to this. I know you listen to this, Mama, but I was upset. <laughs> I just wiped the tear out of my eye with three fingers. <laughs> <laughs> If anyone was wondering, <laughs> is <laughs> if only you had a Coretta skin. Is, is that going to become like our version of the Native Americans who just wipe that one tear when somebody throws trash on the ground? Let me tell you something. If I wake up one day and feel like TikTok has a bunch of black people with three finger tear wipes, I'm going to feel like we affected the culture today. Fam, we all we have to make that a meme. We have to Holy make shit. that that has to become a, a a gif or a meme or whatever. That has to actually. We look, will. We hey, look hey. if we can't do that, the terrorists have won. Hey, hey, first listener to get Oz that is a meme. You get something February fourteenth. Bonus points as a gif. Nah, nah, I got you. I got you. We'll collaborate on what to send, but February fourteenth okay. they'll get something. You okay, just, best meme wins. First meme wins or best meme wins. He'll let you know. Okay. All right. And I'll and they'll send it and I'll put it in the uh in the in the group chat. That's cool. I need a good laugh. Uh time for listener letters. Uh we got a few. We got well, we got a couple. Um Engagement. Vanita Johnson wants to know uh will you be adding any new segments this year in addition to the STFUs, the song of the week, so forth and so forth. So the simple answer to that, um, <laughs> is we'll see the slightly more complex answer. It's not really complex, but the slightly more complex answer to that is my own. It it would be, it would be one of those things where it's like a recurring thing. It's like a, a every now and then recurring thing based on whatever story happens that week, because my feeling is this show is long enough. So you mean like Drake watch? Correct. Correct. And I, I do have some of that on my mind. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I'm in a we, I'm in a weird, we'll see thing. And that extends to, um, Patreon, which with me and Randall tends to be slightly more stream of consciousness. Um, every now and then we'll have a special white people must be stopped or a special Drake watch, but tends to be a little more stream of consciousness there. Um, but I, I, I haven't, I haven't ruled it out. I haven't ruled it out, and I have some funny ideas for things that I might make like a little jingle on the soundboard for. I am happy to do a random round true fact <laughs> whenever you're ready. I'm going to write that down, actually, because 
I, I, I shook my head. He saw me. I shook my head, and I, I hung my head a little bit. Then I had the second thought. I was like, okay, that might actually be funny. Um, random round tree facts random and giveaways. Oh, goodness. I'm just saying, man. I'm giving y'all too much power. Like a fluid fluid? No, no, no. I'm just, we don't need just, any fluent fluids. Uh, come on, man. Like, just to give him, like, 30 seconds to hate on a fan base, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be amazing. Definitely don't want that. Season three of Swarm comes out. He just talks about the Bay Hive. That would be great. What are we talking about? Holy shit. Thank you for that question. We're thinking about it right now. I'm so, you know, uh, you know what? Always, if you want to defend your fan base. On a, on a, on a unrelated, on a related, unrelated note, I rewatched Swarm recently. Is that not some crazy shit? I, I genuinely have a crush on Dominique Fishback. I really do. Of course, that's where it was going. I really do. Like, I think she, I really think she's creatively, she's amazing. I really, I, I genuinely feel like that. Um, I, do I feel like she phoned it in a little bit on Transformers? Yes, but you're allowed to. You're allowed to on Transformers. That's what you get Transformers money for, is phoning it in. Ask Mark Wahlberg. He did it for three movies. <sighs> Leave Marky Mark alone, Feel man. it. Feel I'm it. Scientist, he gave guys. us the happening, okay? I'm a scientist. Mark Wahlberg. I'm a scientist. Don't bring up the happening. Mark Wahlberg versus the evil trees. No. Yeah, no. man. Just watching Lee even, Russell. Even though, as much as I, even though as much as I hate Mark Wahlberg, as much as I hate that movie, I thought those deaths... The, that the, those those killings were the funniest oh, yeah. shit I've ever seen in cinema, ever. Those that was hilarious. Don't you come in my house and try to kill me, <laughs> <laughs> bitch? Why you open the door? Oh man, Lake launched herself through the jeep window and shit. That was hey. hilarious, dog. Um, sorry, but yeah. So, I, but yeah. Shout out to Dominic Fish, Fishback. She was uh, she was answering like listener letters. Um, I think she won something for Swarm, maybe. Okay. Um, well deserved I, if she did. De- definitely well deserved. Well deserved if she did. Also, and we didn't mention this, and we should, and because black women, yes, please. Everybody who showed up and showed out and won something. The cast of Abbott, uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph had a great had a great speech. Uh, Regina King brought Angela Bassett out in in classic epic fashion. That's how you're supposed to bring somebody out. Shout out to everybody who handled their business. All the black women. And black women, once again, drive the culture and keep this shit from going off the rails. Because let me tell you something. A lot of y'all are late to the party and are just figuring out from that award show that Joe Coy is not funny. Aw. And he I, tried, too. Welcome to the welcome to the party. Welcome tried to the party. To. You're talking about somebody that's not funny. Joe Coy is up there for me with Dane Cook. Damn. Not funny. Really? It joke, talks about his kids are at least okay. Joe Coy, um, you didn't like Dane the cry Cook, joke. Hip Dane Cook. Uh, it's a couple of Dane unfun- Cook talking about his dad is actually kind of hilarious. Man. I like. Oh, let me rephrase it. I like aspects of Dane. I have. Cook. I was gonna say. I, I I have never been entertained by Dane Cook. I can get on stage and make Godzilla noises too. I oh wait, know. no, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh no, that nigga no, you know he's not funny, dog. The, the best thing he ever did was get killed on American Gods. Are you gonna um, watch the new Duvernay joint when it drops? Origin, yeah, yeah. Our, our friend was uh, they're was already up about talking. That. They're already talking Academy nominations for that shit. I dog. knew when I saw uh, what's her name, Ellis, and uh, I, I, forgive me, I can't pronounce her name right now. Uh, please, someone correct me with the with the correct pronunciation if you're listening. And John Bernthal, 
Yeah. I knew they didn't win. I saw them motherfuckers. That I was like, they about to show up and show the fuck out. Uh, John Bernthal having a run. Really, he is um, for real. Really, for, for real, for real. He really is. Just uh, if you never watched, no, I'm not. I'm not having another bear conversation to piss Chef off. Um, uh, other question is from Hal Allen. What's your favorite adult cartoon? I.e., Bob's Burgers, The Simpsons, etc. Okay, so me, I don't. So I'm gonna defer to them because. Rick and this isn't that. That's not my shit. I don't all that. All that shit that looks like that. That looks like um like animated just sitcom type shit. I haven't watched The Simpsons since I was a child. I don't watch Bob's Burgers. Uh, you're missing out. I know. I know those are good voice actors and all this. Uh, man, that's that's, that's that's not my shit. I'm not gonna lie, dog. If I haven't watched Family Guy since high school, I mean, if, I feel you. That, that's how I feel about regular sitcoms. The closest I get, is the same. The closest I get is Rick and Morty, maybe Archer. I'm Archer mad, counts. I'm mad they just ended too. Oh man. Yeah. Well, they had a good run. They, they had did. a good run. I mean, they did like what ten seasons? They lost too many uh, of their key characters too. Anyway, between didn't Aisha um, Tyler leave after uh, Jessica Walters passed? Yes. If Aisha Tyler left, I ain't got no reason to keep wa- to keep watching this shit. Uh, I loved I I love everybody on there, but Aisha Tyler was keeping me was keeping me there. Uh, she fine no matter what. Um, yeah, I guess for me it'd be like Rick and Morty, Archer, shit like that. Like I, I heard Aqua Teen Hunger Force is back, uh, so I'll probably give that a list a watch for old time's sake. So far, it's been like the re-release of Animaniacs. Just FYI, that's still going. Yes, but I know they brought it back in the sense of familiar, but definitely not why you watched it. Oh, okay. Still educational, though, and kind of on that kind of... T- okay. Ish. Okay, fair Ish. enough. Uh, y'all? Y'all, anything uh, uh, fluent? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty? Okay. I, I have Rick and Morty. I'll join you with Archer because Archer is actually a very well-read uh, adult animation series. Like Archer is incredible. You can always pull out a good clapback uh, piece of literature to, to pick up on, or yep. just like uh, classical or international movie references the that pop, actually hold up. The pop references are amazing. Yeah, like they just really hold up. I've never watched a show that just got me like that. And when I say got me, I mean nobody. I don't know anyone else on the planet Earth that listens to Danger Zone just for shits and giggles. I'd be on the rowing machine hardcore on Danger Zone, nigga. Like, that is in my top 25 most played songs. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Bro, my fastest time on the rowing machine was me having Danger Zone and repeat and just, just running that shit. Now, As a I Top will, Gun fan? Top Gun fanatic I am. I, cons- I co-sign. Now, I will say this, because I'm curious if you guys remember this one. I have one weird addition. Okay. And it's a throwback. All right. Duckman. Ooh, air horns! Before you knew Phil Costanza could 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 get on there and just really get his shit. Jason off. Alexander, fucking yes. yeah, 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 fucking Duckman, fam. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't remember that. Y'all not fucking, fucking with Duckman. Duckman Duck Man was some hard ass shit when, oh, when USA was trying to do animated shit. Y'all not fucking with Duckman. Oh man, that was that was hard as bring fuck, that dog. Woo, bring that, bring that shit back. Actually, stop, stop. No, because you're talking about shit you actually cannot make present day anymore. You can't make you Duck can't Man. make Duckman present day anymore. Duckman, humor wise, was up there with Married with Children. Dog, you can't Facts. do that no more. You can't do that. 
Facts. Yeah, like you the can't first do that introduction shit. of Bernie's. I never watched enough episodes. <laughs> it took me understandable that because <laughs> understandable because as it was, that was coming on late night when we weren't supposed to really be up like that anyway. That, yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, I was always up. Fuck, I fuck with Duck Duckman Tough. They didn't bring that shit back. Yeah, I now find a streaming service I, that's got to be on Freevee or something oh, somewhere. YouTube. Oh hell yeah. Okay, I, I'll go for that. Um. That was a pretty good round of questions. Um, yeah, uh, hit us up. Uh, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. Uh, somebody did ask, I forgot who it was. Uh, somebody did ask me about, there's a meme going around about how Chameleonaire, uh, you know, just applauding him for making a bunch of money and getting out of the game. And, you know, somebody was like, I would love to hear all his thoughts on that. That's wonderful for him. Good for him. Good for him. Um I was at the time I was more of a Paul Wall fan, but that has since soured. Um, now that he has turned into the white boy that he actually is, um, uh, no, I that, good for him. I more and more I'm seeing the young people just getting. The, I, I believe in getting your money and just getting the fuck out because I I'm convinced more and more that hip hop ain't worth it. This is a callback for those of you that listened to the Patreon episode from earlier today, but. I love when people can get a good Dark Knight reference off in terms of their career. You better get out before you become the villain. Die a hero, live long enough to hey. become the villain. Because all the all the long all the old heads, especially in my gen, the, I see I see all the old heads my age becoming sour greats, motherfuckers. I do, fam. I ju- and I don't want to go into. Well, actually, we're gonna get into that in the top three. Actually, so I'll save that. Time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to that need to shut the fuck, shut up? The fuck up? Number three, and this is this is gonna be a surprise for everyone involved because I fu- I forgot who I wrote down. Uh oh, I love surprises because I did this last night uh, when I was half sleep. Let's see. Oh yes, number three, Larsa Pippen. Everything I know about Larsa Pippen and her strange, bizarre relationship with Michael Jordan's son, I know against my will. Every <laughs> single fucking thing. You don't want to hear about the honeymoon? I don't. Now we. Now she just needs us to know. And I'm tired of Andy Cohen giving her a platform to say these things, fam. She went. She went on Andy Cohen's little after Housewives talk show to tell everybody that her and her and uh, what's Michael Jordan's son's name. Michael Jordan's son? No, no. Uh, I've, I, it, it, uh, Marcus, there you go. Okay. To let us know that her, that him, that her and Marcus Jordan have sex five times a night. That's all she wanted. First of all, first of all, everything stop. I know about these people, I know against my will. First of all, stop acting like that's for you. You know who that's for. <laughs> you know who that's for. And she's going to use every platform to to wave it, to waft it in his face. <laughs> We we actually should blame Andy because he's like the Vlad of that world. I was like, gonna say what? Why do people talk to him? Andy Cohen really is the Vlad of reality TV. Why do people talk to him? <laughs> yeah. You know it's gonna be a problem. The very what next day off that show, fuck. What a messy fuck he is. Dar. Five times a day is it the same position? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> what are you? What a messy fuck he is, dog. 
but all that to say, yes, people talk about uh, uh, was it Jada keeping us out of the group chat? Larsa, keep take us out of the group chat. Keep us out of the fucking group chat. We get it. It's revenge. We don't care. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! If I wake up one day and see a sex tape with them, oh, no. I'm done with the internet. I just, just became a Luddite. <laughs> oh, were you not here for the, the Epstein thing where no. there might be a there might be a Donald Trump sex tape out? So we don't know for sure. <laughs> but it's worth but it, but it is worth mentioning. Yeah, he just he just dry heaved. Um it, it is worth mentioning that in the in the deposition of one of those women that was there, she may or may not have recorded um her interactions with Trump, please with Clinton, please Prince. Please stop talking. Please. Please stop talking. Because all I can see is old skin from King of the Hill moving on the table. Please, please stop talking. No. No, no, no. Oh, yep. the tables have turned, Charlie Brown. No, 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 no. Yep. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's no, your no. turn now. No, 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 no. Hey. Mine, the tables have turned, no, Charlie no, no. Murphy. Who, who's the next FTFU? Who's that? No, um, no, no. So, yeah. Um, the, the, the number two person to shut the fuck up is Jess Hilarious. You know how you can lose your you know how you can lose your fucking job before you it, it takes it takes a it it takes a big mouth motherfucker to lose their job before they even start, fam. So Jess Hilarious went on did a, had a party. <laughs> Jess Hilarious threw herself a celebration or something to announce that she was going to be the new permanent uh, third host of the Breakfast Club. I bet the spray tan rubs off when he's clapping cheeks. <laughs> nope. Just let it go. Nope. And he, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I'm not entertaining it. And uh Because he only sprays his face. She came out and basically had this whole announcement and she was at a club and everybody, you know, all the the the, the bar girls come out the sparklers and all that shit. Um the very next day, not only was she not there, but Charlemagne and Envy were completely confused as to who told who told her that she was that that she was the third. Who told who didn't tell us? And are we ever getting a real third? And not only that, <laughs> if you look on the iHeart website. The listing for hiring for a third is still up. How you lose your job before you even start? You know, this is not the first time we've referenced them on the show. And every time we start talking about Just Hilarious, I always have that moment from Guardians of the Galaxy where Jarman Hansu finds... He uh, didn't know Chris- who Star-Lord was. Who? <laughs> what? <laughs> It's not until you start talking where their face gets painted in. But at first, I'm so confused. I I just that yeah no no that, how you anybody who loses their job before they even get to day one got to shut the fuck up. Got to get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Don't be surprised if we just that's it, what's gonna be funny is she gonna lose that permanent position and they could still go and I bet she's still on contract and gonna have to show up to them guest spots with a smile on her face too. Watch watch what I tell you. If he spray his face, does that mean it comes off when he's motorboating? The th- That's sir. what I was afraid of. 
So, yeah. That's what I was afraid of. So, yeah, somebody tell the third funniest person on the now canceled Lil Rail show to shut the fuck up. And that's behind Lil Rail and Sinbad. Uh, the number one person who should shut the fuck up, the no, who is whoever the interviewer that asked most deaf that dumbass question about hip hop and Drake, they gotta shut the fuck up, dog. They have to shut the fuck up. I am, I am livid about this. Did you see that shit? You know, I, you know, I didn't. Okay, it, well, that's it, and it just happened, um, not long ago, fam. So somebody was interviewing the Mighty Most. Um, apparently he's maybe in the country for the next 10 minutes for whatever reason. Uh, I swore he was, I swore he was out of the country trying to duck the, uh, trying to duck child support or some shit. Um, most deaf had some choice words about Drake and I want to, and I want to preface this. I want, I'm going to go ahead and play it, but I want to preface this by saying that he, very visibly did not want to say this. Uh, let me turn that up a little bit. And he was Wait a minute. Hard to, to like, is Drake hip hop? Why are you doing this to me? Drake is pop to me. In the sense, like, if I was in Target in Houston and I heard a Drake song, it feels like a lot of his music is compatible with Shopping. <laughs> Commercial music. Or as or as you know, music. shopping with an edge in certain instances. Fair. I like Drake's music, but I understand exactly what you're saying. Of course. I mean, it's, I, I, I it's get It's commercial, it. entertaining, fun, it's, good, it's, formulaic music. It's likable. Likable music, yeah. It's likable. Um, but is it... Lena, I'm going to leave you alone. We're going to move. So many products. So many so, skews. So many skews. <laughs> Look at all these skews. Oh, oh shit. So many products. So much merchandising. So oh, many barcodes. I love this mall. <laughs> Look at this place. I mean, look at this place. They have everything. Everything's here. They have everything here. Oh. It's great. It's a new Drake. You hear it? It's great. Oh, shit. Okay. So, basically, most called uh, Drake stuff white people like, which is hilarious to me, because when I think of stuff white people like, I definitely think of black on both sides, most deaf. When Rockets Records was out, every Uh, white boy I knew at Bel Air High School was trying to talk to me about most deaf and feral march. I'm telling you, I shit you not. I went to a I went to a predominantly Jewish high school, and every white boy that was ever into hip hop, when Rockets Records was big, all of them tried to talk to me about Lyricist Lounge Show and and Feral March and and Slum Village. And, oh man, you heard Black on both sides. Get, get, get the fuck out of my face. And so, okay, I don't have a problem necessarily with what. Most deaf said in and of itself. That's exactly what I expected from Yasin. That's what I expected. I have a problem, especially when we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop. I have a problem with these with these reporters, these black out with, with I don't and I don't even know what outlet she was with, with these black reporters that ask these divisive questions because they know they're gonna get that kind of response. 
And I think that's the last thing we need because if I'm keeping it a buck, I feel like hip-hop includes the shit that you don't like. There's a bunch of shit I don't like. It's still hip-hop. I don't like Future. Future is still hip-hop. I don't like a lot of this shit. And I'm not saying that Drake doesn't have pop crossover shit or that there aren't songs from Drake that might be considered pop. And I think that calling Drake Muzak that you hear at Target is hilarious. While you're going, look at all these skews. That was the funniest shit I've I've heard all year. So that is funny. That man said his music is what you listen to when you want to shop with an edge. That that nigga said shopping with an edge. I forgot exactly how funny Dante Smith really is. See, I took so that I'm completely not, another way. So I'm not mad at him for the response because that's what I expected. Because most definitely, Dante Smith is older than me. So he's got to, so he's like 50. I expect that. Uh, I would expect that almost from Randall, even though Randall is a fan. Here's my thing. The divisive nature of what's hip-hop and what's pop, and there are people that have tried to argue this for me. Shout out to my man Hired Gun in Brooklyn. Uh, Mikal basically was like, well, you have to understand that what people are arguing in these conversations is about um, accessibility and, um, oh, what did he say? Cross, it, it crossover appeal because that's how you, oh, authenticity. Because authenticity is how you are allowed to move in these circles, which I disagree with. Drake has not been has not been considered authentic in years. Like let's look like let's really ask a, a real question about who the top people that you can listen to that you can turn on TikTok and hear their songs or whatever. Who are those people right now? Jack Harlow. What? I don't want them with ten chains, but then he now you ain't heard that shit. No. Okay, that's a big that's big right now. That's a big song right now. It samples uh, Blow the Whistle. Uh, That's a big song from him right now. Nikki, who has not been authentic in years, authentically bad. Um, uh, I don't even know what that song is called. Uh, I couldn't couldn't spit it to you if I tried. Um, And Drake. None of these people have been authentic in years. What the fuck are we talking about? What are we talking about? And they're the most accessible the and have maneuvered in the most in the in the most demographics of any rapper of the past 5 years short of probably what Yachty? Come on man. I mean he's so old though. When he finishes is it like when LeBron throws the the dust up in the air? Euphonic. Euphonic. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Mama. I'm sorry. Uh, he wasn't that old when it was made, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All I'm saying is, I'm really tired of people fueling the generational disconnect between these between these artists. And don't get me wrong; I have every confidence that the generational disconnect. Of old heads and new of old heads and new niggas is going to continue time immemorial. I have a prediction. Go. 
the generational argument between say people like uh young Lottie or uh little baby little baby what we have in the future is that in the future we're gonna get more albums like Andre three thousand. And people are gonna be the mad. flute, and people are gonna be mad. And, and they, these rappers came out and decided to be creative instead of give them their words. I was gonna say, I would let if I was me, I would let these rappers cook. Let when, these fucking rappers the, cook. When the Pootie Tang music starts, that's when they gonna have a problem because they gonna get sick of y'all and go start playing the flute, and y'all gonna be mad about that too. <laughs> y'all better let these motherfuckers be creative. Y'all don't want Twenty One Savage playing the Berenbau. I'm just saying, y'all better y'all better get off these get off these young niggas nuts. They gonna give y'all something y'all don't want. Future gonna be out here making hula dance music. Let me find out. Future can play a herringbone. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that album. <laughs> Twenty One Savage gonna have all xylophones on his shit. Y'all better y'all better relax, bro. <laughs> y'all better y'all better relax. Y'all gonna get the uh, y'all gonna get the little baby version of Hot Cross Buns in this motherfucker. Uh yeah, whoever asked this dumbass question, whoever that was who asked this dumbass question, and she handled it well. She was like, "I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm gonna stop talking. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> leave these old heads. These old heads do not need any prompting from you to get stirred up. They don't. They don't. They get stirred up for nothing. I'm talking about. They be mad about music that they don't even listen to and probably will never listen to for time to come." Like in comic books, you know what I love about Alan Moore? For those of you that don't, Alan Moore is the guy who came up with Watchmen, V for Vendetta, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, so forth and so forth. Someone you should know. You know, well, you know what I love about Alan Moore? Even though Alan Moore does not fuck with Hollywood and does not fuck with current DC Marvel shit and is basically fuck the industry, make your, make your own comics. He... T- when when Watchmen does some new shit, if he's we get there. a new if we get a new no he's not no never he's never watched any of them he's never watched any of them I bet we're gonna have and the he same keeps point. telling and he keeps telling Warner Brothers to suck a dick and stop and keep their name out of his mouth fam when it comes to just collecting that check and moving the fuck around he will just collect that check give it away to the charity of his choice and move the fuck around we don't have to hear from him every six minutes anymore we don't. We don't have to hear from him every five minutes, dog. And we don't have to hear from him about the wrong things. If he speaks, if his if his daughter speaks, it's it's because the issue matters. We don't need to hear from you about Drake. We don't. We don't. And I'm and and, and if I if I sound a little even though I don't blame most himself, if I sound a little extra fuck most, it's because that is because that nigga uh uh that nigga no showed on the Black on Both Sides 20th anniversary concert on me twice. He didn't show up because he wasn't in the country. They rescheduled and he didn't show up to that a month later. So, yeah, I'm still, Houston niggas are still a little salty with him. Having said that, I want y'all to stop. I want him to stop falling for the bait and I want these reporters to stop fucking throwing it. Stop it. I liked it better when y'all were just talking about Takashi 69 all fucking day. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Gentlemen, did we do a podcast? I would like to make an announcement. Go for it. I just saw on social media that apparently Rihanna's got a third on the way. 
And yes, we did a podcast. Bye. I, that I now to be fair, I I saw it coming. That ass got fat. Did you see the last Fenty rollout? Yes, I did. Okay, that ass. A third was definitely coming. I did. <sighs> yeah, a, third, I a third was coming. I appreciate. I will say if it if it ain't if it if it wasn't already coming, it was going to. Yeah. yeah. Whew. Thick Rihanna yeah. is. Yeah. My God. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. ASAP Rocky is not going to be satisfied until he is until he has turned Rihanna's uterus until the into the annex of Harlem. You see that Nick Cannon? That's how you do it. You find <laughs> one and you stay with the one. I was gonna say because one Rihanna is never mind. Nope, not doing it. Not doing it. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your time, your energy. I want to thank these two gentlemen in front of me as always. Um, a year later, man, this this is a this is a team team. I did this is this is the A team, dog. Like we doing that thing. I just want to let you guys know. Remember, we're looking for that meme. I'll say if the if you come up with that if you come up with that meme, stuff is coming your way. Uh, yeah, and you're contributing to the culture. Um, so yeah, we'll be here if we don't all freeze to death. Uh, we'll be here next week. With more foolishness, more fuckery. I know we have to come to a consensus about next week. Um, until then, this is uh, oh, and we're gonna we're gonna work that out and then make the announcement next episode. Um, until then, this has been episode two forty seven. Two forty seven of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. I have been your great value passenger fifty seven. God damn it. And I am the fluent one. And as always, forever imparting titties. titties. You know, it's a new year. I need you to remember to take care of those. The big ones. The small ones. The round ones. Get those checked out, man. Oblong ones. Remember, you see something that's not supposed to be there, talk to somebody about it because we got to protect them. All of them. Have all the, colors. Have the real conversation with your sneaky link. You know what I'm saying? Have him ch- Once he's done... Have him check you. Have him check you and then kick him out. Yeah. Have him do the things the other dude don't know how to do. Say, hey, we're good. No lumps. Yeah. Your Uber is waiting. There you go. Titties. Big ass titties.